It's time for the Dinner with Schmucks podcast. So, do you guys like any podcasts? Say, shh, shh. Now say muck. Muck. Now say shh and muck together real fast. Smuck. Closer. A podcast about nothing and everything. I wrote her a good review. Well, I wrote the establishment a good review on Yelp. You said something like, yeah, that's all I got. I wasted my go panties. And then I had to, like, act like it wasn't a big deal. Now, here's your hosts. Chris and Jahida. Hey girl, there are things that you'll never know. Can't ever tell you. The vowels and consonants never leave my mouth. They tug and pull at my heart. I know it's cliche. Please make this pain go away. These are the words you'll never hear. Cause I'm not mad enough to say them. I sit and smile and joke around. And if her eyes need to look straight down, these are the things that go unsaid. Spin around and round in my head. Maybe I'll take a chance someday. I'll probably wish it up away. I'm gonna dream till the end of time. Though I know you will never be Yeah, yeah. That's why I had no problem buying like 
four dozen blankets before we moved. I'm like, I'm going to use them in the studio. They're amazing. Uh, over in the other side of the basement where we took all the stuff out of here and put over there to rehearse. Uh, we just, Dieter and I just framed out a space with those. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they're not the greatest because, and I bought the cheap ones, the thin ones, but they're good. Oh, they they're the black. They, they totally yeah. get it done. They knock yeah. down the sound. Yeah. Big, big time. I have them too. And then, uh, then just the curtains everywhere helped cover up all the uh, lovely Adel's Eighties <laughs> paneling, off to a good start. Off to a great uh, start, and with that, we are off to a start. Yeah, dinner with schmucks, episode ninety-four. This is the artist interview series number five with Rory. The last no, not the last now, as I've been saying for <laughs> the last five weeks, uh, and special guest co-host as well, making his third appearance, I think. Yeah. Boo. <laughs> and I, will no, say only I, right. I won't call you a goalie today, but you're <laughs> Jamie McClanahan, not McClellan like I did the last time. Uh, well. yeah. <laughs> I actually saw that one. <laughs> I remember I was like, that's not his name. Either. Yeah. And, like, <laughs> <laughs> that's not what I've been calling him. <laughs> we all make up our own names here. Yes. Uh, no, let's not get into my name from last week that oh, was uh, Dieter Peter Pecker Eater yeah, oh. yeah. Not I'm a Jamie June today <laughs> <laughs> not a fan of that name oh sorry it's Dieter 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 not Pecker Dieter, Eater yeah, yeah. Oh, you've said it now so now it sticks oh. it's official once you've repeated yeah. it you've you've now acknowledged <laughs> yes. it you've given us trolls a uh Oh, good. <laughs> Wonderful. <laughs> so, Rory, welcome. Thank you. Thanks. Uh, and Jamie as well. Thanks for making the drive up from Jersey yeah. once again. Or Thank you for having me. Uh, you're up. You're more over. Uh, yeah. You're coming from a little closer to New York City. So I thought you guys were a lot closer together. I did not realize. Yeah, we're kind of a big triangle. So yeah. otherwise we were going to drive together. But then I looked at the map and I was like, you know, that's ridiculous. Yeah. yeah. Then we would have actually gotten here on time. So that would have been <laughs> right. <yeah. laughs> Whatever, man. It's on it's time tomorrow. Yeah. It's all good. It's all good. Um, so again, episode number 94 and uh, excited to uh, to be back here with with a voice this week. Yeah, it sounded good, man. <laughs> You're uh what did you say? You were a little Dick Clark. Yeah, I sounded like Dick Clark after a stroke. I can't believe none of you guys made that made that no. uh, that comparison because when I was looking, going back and listening to it and editing, and I'm like, oh my god! I'm like I was waiting for like a happy do year joke out of somebody. <laughs> yeah, see, I don't think I saw any of the New Year's Rock and Eve things after he had a stroke, so I probably Maybe, didn't you even realize. Check a look for Dick Clark. New Year's Rock and Eve post stroke <laughs> or Dick Clark Happy Do Year is a good one too um, that's a good band name post yeah. stroke <laughs> damn we, we got could, Dick and the Pecker Eater yeah that's right yeah. <laughs> we could open up for uh, uh, Post Malone is right post stroke right. mm-hmm. there you go. looks like Opie and Anthony covered this one well long. yeah and that's that's where I because I, I never stayed up to watch him do Happy New Year, but I remember that very Dick Clark fucking up the New Year's yeah, there countdown. Go. That's got to be great. That, that'll be a good one. Why'd they keep this guy on the? Whose decision was it to keep this guy on the right. air? It's his. He owns the production company. Oh, he owns those rights. Just boy, sad. Boy, he gets so far off on the count. 
This is a disaster. This was last week's podcast. 19, 18, 17, 16, 15, 14, 12, 10, 11, 10, he sounds like my toddler counting. 14, 12, 10, 11, <laughs> 10. <laughs> Look, Dick Clark getting some strange on New Year's Eve. Yeah. <laughs> With that stroke kiss. That was Ooh. a disaster. So, wow. and that's not even the one. He, one of them, he goes, Happy New Year. <laughs> so, anyway. Back, uh, my vocal cords have recovered, and now we're dealing with a, uh, a sick Rory here. Yes, <laughs> my vocal cords are struggling now. <laughs> and you actually have to perform. I didn't have to perform. <laughs> yeah, but you're, it, it, it gives you that like nice, deep, kind of gravelly voice. Go. Yeah, I'm actually going to sound better now. I'm going to sound like right. better yeah. every song. <laughs> <laughs> we have Eddie Vedder here today on go. the yeah. podcast. <laughs> Chris had like a high, squeaky, intermittent <laughs> voice. So. Yeah, <laughs> but I didn't have to sing, so it was all good. Yeah, uh, yeah. And and Mark controlled most of the getting to know Dieter segment, so we're good. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that was good. <laughs> you didn't do too many crazy things. Chris Watts's dog is named Dieter, I think. So what? Uh, Here we go. Yeah, yeah, you, <laughs> Here we go. Name is Chris Watts. Right dog. into the Chris Watts. Other <laughs> <laughs> fun facts. <laughs> Why do you know that? That's that funny because really specific. Because I was watching the police body cam footage. It's <laughs> three hours worth. The story of footage. doesn't get better. I can't save you from this. Uh... <laughs> no, it's funny. Every time I meet someone, they're like, "Oh, I know someone named Dieter," and I've never met. I'm named after my dad. So other than my dad, I've never actually met someone else with the name Dieter. But that's the first time I've heard someone say, there's a dog named Dieter. <laughs> of a killer. <laughs> what? Of a killer, right? Yeah. He, yeah, he, killed, killed, right? he took out his whole family. Yeah. yeah. Unborn son yeah. and oh, two yeah. daughters. Took them all right out. And of course, the wife, but that's a given. Oof. But yeah, he took out took yeah. out the kids and everything. That I can understand. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that and, you almost expect. And yeah. his dog right, guys, named Dieter. <laughs> <laughs> but the question is, did the dog tell him to do it? Was he following Dieter's orders? Well, I'll tell you, know, you this: like he, he, he left the dog alone. So there whether he was following orders or not, I guess they got along better than yeah. the kids. Don't fuck with Dieter. Oh, no. It's like the dog from old school. Tell that bitch to make me some pancakes. <laughs> yeah. I guess it's not like the dog from old school. No. But, but it was that funny. dog talked to him though. Yeah. I mean, he was stoned to the gills, but. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. All right. <laughs> now that we've gotten past our uh, serial killer introduction. That's the only thing on the agenda, I think. Yeah. We're good. We, we could call it. Yeah. Yeah. All right. That's great. We're going to have a performance, um, and then that's it. So it's yeah. a good uh, good eight-minute podcast here. Yeah. Um, so, Rory, uh, why don't you uh, introduce yourself a little, tell us uh, a little bit about you yeah. before we start to uh, dig in and learn more. Sure. I'm Rory. I'm sick. <laughs> That's it. Uh, no, I've been I've been playing guitar most of my life, um, singing, writing songs, probably in like kindergarten or so. Wow. Um, not very good, obviously, but you know. What What were the topics of your songs oh, in kindergarten like? World peace. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, I I just mentioned love, this sex, and rock and roll. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes, I was. I went right to the good stuff. The glue is especially tasty today. <laughs> <laughs> he writes erotic novels for children. <laughs> <laughs> They're wildly unpopular. <laughs> Stay on 
it's a great G, can't wait. Yeah. I love it. Uh, no, I just I was just on a rock on radio uh, last week, and I, I was mentioning my first song was called Nana's Asking for Milk. Nana's still asking for milk about my grandmother wanting stuff from the grocery store and not getting it and being pretty pissed off. So. To some extent, we were talking about war and peace issues, just on a more familial level. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then I did that for a long time. Uh, I kind of like intermittently focused on music. I put out a couple records, 2011, 2015. Um, but only like the last couple, actually just last year, pretty much, I've been really like uh, pushing hard, playing a lot of shows, working with this gentleman over here. Where? Unfortunately. Yeah. <laughs> I don't see any gentleman here. Just, uh, He'll be on the green screen. Peckerators. Don't worry. Yeah. <laughs> At the, at the factory, get, get your uh, your wanted uh, picture. Most yeah. Uh, yeah. So yeah, that's that's pretty much. I guess the journey kind of like uh, officially began. Actually, literally uh, about a year ago, ten ten eighteen was my uh, return to the stage, so to wow. speak. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. And did you kind of come back and do it in a big way, or? Uh, yeah, I guess. I mean, I I got. I got a lot of my friends to come out. So, I mean, from that standpoint, you know, it was kind of like a celebration, a celebratory thing in that, on that front. But, uh, yeah, just played the local venue, pretty cool place, Debonair Music Hall. And, uh, yeah, just put the pedal to the metal and just been playing as much as I can since then. Nice. And uh, so you're in uh, northern New Jersey. I am. Uh, so do you get do you get to, do you go over and play in the city a lot or? I do. I do. Um, I've played you know a lot of places in like the Lower East Side, uh, Brooklyn a couple times. Brooklyn's a really cool spot. I'd like to play more there. Um, Peter hook you up in Brooklyn. <laughs> yeah, well, I, yeah, I lived there for like eleven years, but uh, dope, man. yeah, but I only played like. I played bars and restaurants doing jazz gigs, so I don't really, I'm not hooked into the scene, <laughs> especially now. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Brooklyn's cool, though. Um, yeah, I play a city a lot. Jersey Shore. And uh, yeah, just kind of trying to spread out all over. Nice. What's the uh, furthest you've traveled to play? Um, I played in Philadelphia last week. That's probably the furthest. It took a while. And uh, I mean, the furthest I've gone for anything music related is actually this, I think. So, nice. uh, you're welcome. I'm just yeah. <laughs> I graced you with my yeah. presence. Yeah. <laughs> how, yeah it's, how long did it take you to get here? Uh, well, like two hours or so, a little bit over two hours. How long does it take you to get to Philly? It's about the same, isn't it? Probably the same. I didn't yeah. go directly uh, to the gig. I ended up going and sticking around a little bit probably around yeah you just shoot down 95 to get down to philly yeah yeah yeah, i think so i think i made that drive once between the between new york and philly and uh that was the only time i needed to make it yeah yeah it's not awful it's just yeah yeah it's just yeah Yeah. exactly it's like driving down philly from here it's one highway it's just tons of traffic yeah but going the other way you don't have to take the school kill expressway fucking hate the school kill expressway or whatever it might be called something different now i don't know i don't even know what you're talking about when you come when you go down the turnpike whenever i don't remember where but you get off the turnpike and that highway that takes you oh, like, between here and philly yeah oh uh he's not talking about killing don't get excited <laughs> 76 <Yeah. laughs> whatever that is, that's yeah it might be 76 yeah. also but it takes you along like boathouse row yeah, or whatever exactly. that is uh, and, and that's yeah. where yeah traffic is yeah traffic right. is always fucked like right. we went down to philly back in april when jahida had to run that race and we we're making good time and she we went we were going down we went down the night before she had to go and get like checked in and pick up her bib and her bag and everything and we're making great time. And then we get to a spot where it's like we're 
we're 10 miles away or 11 miles away and it's like 45 minutes. Yeah. God. <laughs> Terrible. I'm like, you remember this traffic, right? Yeah. Same shit we dealt with down in Tampa. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> Only here it's cold and rainy while it's doing it. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> and there's hills and you're driving on like little. And then of course my GPS took me the very, very scenic way, like through Conshohocken and uh, oh, yeah. King of Prussia, <laughs> mm-hmm. like all these little roads driving through neighborhoods just to avoid, you know, all that congestion on 76. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But we are better than Jersey traffic, so that's... Mm-hmm. And he lives right sure. by New York. He knows all about New York traffic. Yeah, oh, yeah. Forget Jersey yeah. traffic. Oh. <laughs> yeah. I think Jersey traffic's worse than New York traffic. No, New York City? Manhattan? It's a different kind of traffic. In New York, because you're not moving. That Like, you get out into, like, the highway. You get out into, like, Route 3 or anything right around there. You know, it's, or, yeah, or the it's screw this guy traffic compared to where's my shotgun traffic. Like, <laughs> they're, yeah. they're both horrible. Yeah. I mean, I drove a lot in the city when I lived there and uh, like there's there's always traffic everywhere, but it's usually like you expect it. Yeah. So, you know, like, OK, I'm just going to sit in traffic. But sometimes like when it's gridlock or there's something like one day I was coming home from Manhattan to Brooklyn and it was the five borough bike tour and like every guys with these bikes. Yeah. Everything was (laughs) fucking closed. What should have been like a 25 minute drive took me like an hour and a half. Uh, And I was like, I was losing my mind. Yeah. I was just in my car screaming Uh, at the top of my lungs. We've all been there. (laughs) Yeah. That was, that was me most days driving to or from work Mm -hmm. down in Tampa. Yeah. Uh, Like a third, it was 30 miles and it would take me, Minimum, if I was lucky, an hour. Yeah. Some mornings it took me two hours to get to work. Jeez. Oh, like it's just it's it was disgusting, and it's yeah. it's not getting any better down there. Um, anytime like Matt, like a good mass transportation idea comes up, it's killed by the Republican governors. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, Rick Scott. Well, once once the wall goes up and they kick all the illegals out. There'd be no traffic, so you know you're good. That's not even the problem down there. Everyone would promise people are fucking legal there. They're just Jesus. I know that's why it's funny. Yeah. <laughs> the problem is, is everyone moves there because they think, oh, it's Florida. It's it's paradise on earth. Yeah. And it's not. It's 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 the dick of the United States for a reason. <laughs> you don't have to worry about failing inspection. I that's, just failed inspection, and I wish yeah. I was in Florida. Oh, that's yeah. true, because yeah. there was no inspection. I've actually literally driven down 275 and had somebody with no hood pass me. Oh, <laughs> Christ. <laughs> At least he had wheels. Imagine yeah. he got passed by somebody with no wheels. Oh, no, but down there, what happens, because... And, so it's, you know, it's, I came up here and had to go through the inspection and the emissions thing. Which I never, I never even growing up, never had to deal with the emissions because up nah. in our County, we didn't have them. But th- the problem is down there is like people drive, they will drive until their wheels fall off their car. Oh, yeah. And that includes driving on ball tires, mm. which any day of the week flying down the highway is fine until that little bit of rain comes and it rains yeah. so hard that it, it automatically creates like. Like it leaves like two inches of water on the roadway. Yeah. And then they're the first ones that they stop the gas and they're into another car. They're into yeah. the guardrail. Oh, they're over the embankment. I mean, <laughs> yeah. it's yeah. But I, and the funny thing is that the cops, and if they really want to make money, like make people get inspections because you will yeah. ticket people left and right for not having inspections. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, people driving, you know, way past their inspection. Yeah. I mean, you can ticket people that are parked for that, right? I guess like they can just walk around. Apparently, I was told this when I when I first moved down there. So the you know when I moved down there, the company that I worked for, which I've brought it up, Majestic, but the company that it was the headquarters of VF, 
so many people from out of state there, like whether they're hired um, and they're coming from various locations or they're whatever. But I was told that cops used to just roam the parking lot there mm-hmm. and look for expired registration stickers. Yeah. Because people come up, move up, and they never, like me, it took me a year to change my thing, and I got, I got ticketed for it. Now, yeah. I got pulled over. I'm sitting at a light, just minding my business, not doing anything, and as soon as the light turns green, the fucking cop's lights come on behind me, mm-hmm. and he pulls me over, and, you know, my Pennsylvania ex- registration expired in, like, April. It was now July. He <laughs> questioned why I had a Florida license with an October date on it. I'm like, well, I wanted to vote. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, you're supposed to do this within like six weeks or whatever, you know? Yeah. It took me forever here too, but that was a whole different piece of drama. Mm -hmm. Same with my wife, but yeah, they, they would ticket people down there just for having expired registration. So, yep. Anyway, I don't know how we got on to, (laughs) yeah, that's typical (laughs) stream of consciousness, stream of consciousness. Yeah. Um, every state has their racket. That's just Florida's racket. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we were talking about Pennsylvania's racket before out there, the alcohol thing. Yeah. Well, I don't know if that's a racket. It's just a pain in the ass because I don't think they necessarily make more money off of that. But yeah, but they have the separate I think, cash I think register they thing. have their hands in it a little more, which is why they want that. So you can't hide it. Yeah. I guess they have more control. So what do you have to go to different stores for liquor and beer? Is it one of those? Well, things? yes, that's always yeah. been the case. But even now, like, so grocery stores now can sell beer. For, like, you can get six packs of stuff, but you have to. You can't pay for beer at the same register as your groceries, and you can't pay for the groceries at the same register as you pay for the beer. Like, even in gas stations, like they'll have a separate register only for beer sales. Like, huh. if no one's in line, there's a line in this register, and there's somebody standing there, and you want to pay for your gas if you don't have beer in your hand, or you can't go to that register, and you can't. And if you do, you can't go to that register and pay for the gas. You can still only pay for the beer. Uh, I see. Mm-hmm. It's, wow. but I'll say this. So when we were growing up, I mean, not that we drank before we were twenty-one, but <laughs> you could uh, in in PA, you you could only get beer at a a state store like a distributor. A where distributor, you, yeah. Yeah, where you had they to buy a, stores, buy the yeah. case. Yeah, right. Or or at a bar or a at a bar, and you can only carry out two six packs at a time, which is still the law at like a gas station or grocery store. Grocery store, you can only carry out two six packs yeah. at a time. But can you walk right back in? And, yes. And, okay. Yeah. But it's a lot cheaper than to go to a distributor and just buy the case. Right. Especially like we used to go into like Earhart's and get like a six pack mm-hmm. to bring it on the boat, and it's like twelve dollars for a six pack. Yeah. <laughs> and, and a case was like eighteen, eighteen dollars. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And like a lot of times they'd be like, and you'd be stuck sometimes because it was a Sunday, mm-hmm. and it, no distributors or state stores were open on Sundays, so your only option was to buy from a restaurant mm-hmm. after a certain time. Yeah, yeah. So all right, enough with uh, blue laws. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. So Rory, I, I wanted to ask you. So like bet- before you came back to music, were you still just playing for yourself, or did you like not pick up the guitar and not sing for a while? Yeah, or? I was consistently playing uh, throughout cool. my life, but I was working like a day job in mental health. I went to school oh, okay. for psychology for a little bit. Um, <clears throat> so yeah, it was always there. It was just a matter of whether I was playing out and whatnot. Yeah, gotcha. That's cool. Yeah, because that's kind. Of, I've gone through the like. Yeah, I've always had a day job, more or less. So, so he's I a doctor through, now. No, no. <laughs> I'm training as a med tech, but uh, cool. yeah, like I would go through stages where I was just only pretty much only working the day job and had no gigs. Right. Uh, but I still come home after work every day and try to get like an hour of playing in. Sure. And uh, sure, yeah, I yeah. was always was writing and whatnot. So yeah, cool. Uh, it's so. When was the first time you actually picked up the guitar and actually played something 
were you taught? Was it all like learned by ear? I mean, so my dad uh, played guitar a little bit, uh, so he taught me some of the fundamentals. Um, I picked it up the wrong way. I play upside down and backwards, and I actually recently found video of uh, me as a little kid. The guitar's like bigger than I am, <laughs> and my father's like, "Nah, it's the wrong way." So I, like, I don't care. So when uh, so I, I noticed that you played it back I mean which totally is usually wrong, you'll see yeah. that you'll see that a lot of times from somebody who plays left handed obviously right yeah but then the so do you actually play it with the high E on top and the low E on the bottom or do you restring I do. wow I don't restring it yeah there's only like a, a few people that I've heard of that do that a lot of people say oh it's like Jimi Hendrix or um, Paul McCartney but they, everybody pretty much did it with the strings turn around my man from uh, the Ataris doesn't restring it I remember I think I remember yeah. you mentioning that yeah he he's probably the only person who I know you know who I'm familiar with who um, does it that way there are like a couple like older I think Elizabeth Cotton is like an old who <laughs> so those they actually restring it to put they play it upside down but put the low E back on top you're saying no I'm saying these people restring it so that it's proper so that even though the, right. the body of the guitar yeah. is like a lefty so mm-hmm. and basically everybody does it right except for myself apparently the guy from the Ataris and what uh, else his name uh, I, I have no idea so <laughs> and this couple jazz pub okay. people so blues. so you said you I mean, I, I mean, I play, you know, I'm not a great guitar player, but I, I can, I can get around enough song, you know, I know enough chords. I've been playing for long enough. Nice. So, um, so your dad taught you, he gave you the guitar. Did your dad play it upside down too? No. So no. you just picked up a regular guitar. If I hand you a guitar, you just turn it upside down. Yeah. So you've had to learn how to voice all the core, like. Yeah, you know a whole completely different set of chord fingerings than than I. I suppose. Yeah, wow. I mean everything's upside down, but it's weird because to me it doesn't look upside down. So yeah. when I see yes. a righty playing, I'm like, oh, it's a G. And they're like, what well, is upside down? And I'm like, I don't so know. Not, yeah. yeah, wow. I guess it's like learning to read like backwards or something. I don't know. Hmm. You're learning to read the Jewish way. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> right to left. Right, right to left. Yes. Yeah. Pretty, pretty well. <laughs> I just say I, I play guitar like Jewish. Jewish way. Yeah. Like I'm, I'm Jewish. Jewish I can say that. It's yeah, a, there you go. What is it? It's like a Jewish Bonnaroo. <laughs> um, wow, that's all right. That's fascinating. I can't wait to actually watch you play. And uh, yeah, thanks, man. Don't get too excited. It's not, I, it's, not that great. <laughs> it's, it's, you're no, gonna be sorely let down. It's no. super interesting, though. Thank you. I mean, yeah, yeah. the whole. Uh, it's like people who constantly play with their guitars tuned a different way and yeah. have their own set of like chord fingerings right mm-hmm. and yeah. I mean I guess that's I guess it's not much different than playing a bunch of inverted chords on a piano you're playing everything in a different you know, you're I mean I think it's slightly different but yeah kind of the same kind con- I mean it, I, I guess the true analogy would be like retuning the piano so you can play everything in C rather than yeah. use black oh, use keys. Use the black keys, but uh, but I see what you're saying. I'm just being a yeah. music nerd. Sorry. Yeah, no, it's <laughs> what an asshole. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's okay. The rest of us have no idea what the hell's going on. So <laughs> someone, needs to, someone needs to set it straight. <laughs> Dieter Dieter play, plays a lot of music in fear. We learned that. Yes, <laughs> we learned that. Was in it was fear? when Mike was here? What is that? It might have been. So there's a there's a a short video. It's not from the Spinal Tap movie. It turns was, out it wasn't actually that short. <laughs> no, it's not that short. Yeah, but it's like it's a short interview of the guys from Spinal Tap in character, but it's more recent. Maybe I don't know. Maybe it's ten years ago or something, where they're like shit talking jazz. Like, yeah, jazz is music based on fear. It's just, they're just afraid, and they all they do is play wrong notes. You know, and you can get a degree from universities to play the wrong stuff. And they're like, yeah, the worst ones are jazz saxophone players. 
<laughs> I can't do it justice, but you know. And then uh, was it like a like a week or two later? I'm sitting watching Seinfeld. They were doing uh, some Seinfeld marathon on TBS, and there's the episode where Elaine is screwing a jazz guy. Yeah. And I forgot what the deal was, but anyway, he couldn't play or something. Well, I think, yeah, like, he, 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 she couldn't get him to go down on her or something, and he finally does, oh. and she goes to his gig, and his chops are shot, like his his mouth muscles are shot because he was going <laughs> down on her, and uh, she goes to his gig, and he's just like, huh, and she's like, and he had the big record executive. Oh, that's right, that yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that, that was his big shot. Finally, yeah. he has his big shot, and then because he went down on her, that was it. Yeah, it was, it was done. Yeah, <laughs> but I texted Dieter or something. I, I forgot what I said. I mentioned something about. Uh, playing something in fear and you knew exactly what I was talking about. Yeah, I didn't even have the TV on. I was like, I love that episode. (laughs) Uh, Gotta catch up on Seinfeld. I've seen like two episodes. So far, Dieter's got all the Seinfeld and Friends references down. Unfortunately. Well, so, yeah, Seinfeld I was highly into and then my ex had Friends on in the background 24-7 for years. So, yeah, I... And I watched that too, like crazy in college, high school. Two great shows. Yeah. When I first moved into my first off campus we'll call it an apartment it wasn't even an apartment there was a garage that had like two basically like sort of I guess it was an apartment I don't know Um, but anyway out in like Indiana Pennsylvania like it took we had a Delphia at the time another lovely (laughs) lovely company that no longer exists um Fuck Adelphia. Um, but it took them like (laughs) a, a month and a half to come out to set up our cable for a building wow. that's already set up, you know, it's all they had to do was fucking turn it on. Yeah. Yeah. So my roommate and I literally watched it over and over. I had like three VHS tapes, like on the long setting where you can get like six hours of just friends episodes. <laughs> like take taped uh, off of taped, TV yeah, with commercials, taped off of right? TV. Well, I've cut out the commercial. Oh, you look, pause that's it, fancy. You know? Yeah. 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 <laughs> and that is seriously all we watched for like the first month and a half here in yeah. our place because <laughs> We had no cable, mm-hmm. so yeah. between that and all of I watched in high school, yeah, Friends is uh, I know Friends inside it out. I'm, Seinfeld, I'm getting better with. I actually never watched it a lot when it was on. All the Seinfeld I've watched has been pretty much since it's gone away. Same, same yeah. Here. yeah. I mean, I watched a couple of you know episodes leading up. I remember watching the finale live. Well, we were in like middle school when it started. It started in '88 or '89, something yeah, like that. Yeah, or '90. Yeah, we were definitely in middle school when yeah, it started. So Those I are didn't... only episodes I have a hard time watching anyway. Yeah, yeah, the early ones aren't as good. And season like, one's garbage. Yeah. And they have different parents. He has different parents, right? Or a different one of his parents. I think is his dad. Yeah, his dad is. Yeah, his dad's different. Yeah. yeah. Which, I mean, you can't. I see Seinfeld like it's that guy. Yeah, it's like George's parents are always going to be those guy people. Yeah, exactly. Even if you had other people, even I anything. Think, I think in. George's dad was. I think I don't think Jerry Stiller was in season season one. You might be right. Yeah, yeah. I think they had a, he had a different dad different too. Different dad too. And also yeah. Lloyd Braun was a different guy. You know, he was played by two different actors over the. Course oh yeah, of it. yeah, you're right. They had a few people replacing characters. Dude, yeah. you should do a Seinfeld podcast. Oh, dude, that would be pretty good. But the problem is you can't play clips on the podcast. Mm, we play clips with, all the time. No, I know, but I don't I don't want to keep getting like taken off of YouTube and uh, shit. You, Yeah, you'll be like, if you play short ones, you should guys go okay. to yeah. jail. First they're playing Corey Hilton, now they're doing yeah. this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we our, just can't play Metallica. Getting our copyright hits, yeah. <laughs> I'm surprised. We've we've skirted by doing some Hall & Oates once. I'm like, if anybody's going to come after it, it's going to be Daryl Hall. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I just feel like he'd be a person that would be like... <laughs> He'll show up, dude. He lives right over in uh, New York State. He's always in New York State. He's not down. I thought he was in like Bucks County, but I guess he's now in New York State. Well, that show he does is up in New York State, like near Woodstock. Oh, is it? Like near Bethel. Like, yeah. 
I think. Oh, you know what? I think uh, I do know that now. Yeah. So his place, Daryl's place. Mm-hmm. You have a uh, man eater and the pecker eater at the same time. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. <laughs> That's so a good uh, title theme for the podcast. Again, uh, here's a great band name with a female lead, yeah. like Man Eater and the Pecker Eaters. <laughs> you know, that's good. Somebody else talked. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just move this over. <laughs> so about that new Six Nine record, yeah. <laughs> this is Chris. It's on you, man. I I would. I think I was saying to you, or maybe I was saying to to my wife one day. I would love to be able to, like. It's cool we do this, right? And we got, you know, we're, we might do a little drums today with the stuff. We got a couple guitar players. Wouldn't it be awesome if, like, we <coughs> sat around, did a cool <coughs> podcast, and went into the other room, into, like, a full-blown room that has everything set up, and we just sit down and just play music? Fuck yeah, man. And, and record Make the it whole happen. thing. Oh, yeah. yeah, I just need to, you know, move into a different house. <laughs> Get <laughs> or, on it. <laughs> or buy a dedicated space just for the podcast. Right. That, right. you know, I mean, his space is beautiful, too. Oh, Daryl Hall's? Yeah. Yeah, dude. Uh, well, it's Daryl Hall. He's yeah. got shit tons of money. Oh, so. it's TV. You ever watch that live from Daryl's house? Yeah, I've seen a couple, yeah. What? I always laugh, like, and I know it's his show, but, like, he'll come in, and they'll play somebody else's tune, and then when he sings his part, like, he'll take, like, one of the ones was, like, a Ben Folds tune, and he starts singing, and it's, like, he makes it so cheesy sounding, like, <laughs> he takes this awesome tune by Ben Folds, and it adds this, like... His signature Daryl Hall, like, I'm still stuck in the 1980s sound. Yeah, I mean, that's him, though. I know, know it's, it's him, but it's... That's like Ja Rule in the late 90s used to ruin every song. Right. You have something like, I miss you, and then, oh, for the rule, baby! Yeah. <laughs> like, what, is this what, what is so inappropriate? Why is he yelling at me? I'm trying to listen to this nice yeah. song. Yeah. Uh, what are you, you, you wanna, I don't know what we're watching over here. This is... Uh, oh, it's on autoplay. Yeah. It's dangerous uh, situation. Christina P., I don't, I don't who? Know. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's, uh, oh, that's, people know what she is? She's a comedian. I've never seen She's her. married to, uh, fuck, I can't remember his name now, but she does a podcast with her husband, who's also a comedian, called Your Mama's House, I think. Or Your Mom's House. Oh. Uh, What's his name? Is that a... Uh, Oh, fuck. A show of truly how successful no. they are. Yes. Wait, wait, no, no one knows any of their names. Tom Segura? Yes, Tom Segura. That's Tom's Who? That's Tom's wife, yeah. Never heard of that. You never heard of Tom Segura? Oh, he's he, a great He comedian. runs in like the circle with like Joe Rogan, Burt uh, Kreischer. Yeah. Uh, all those West Coast guys. Rogan is the man. His podcast oh, is yeah. great too. Yeah. yeah. We're, Dude, almost, I, we're almost up to his level. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> I, I just watched uh, a couple days ago or maybe last week, they had uh, one of the F-18 pilots that was on the yeah. Nimitz. Yeah, yeah. Because I've seen a bunch of the, there's like a YouTube channel that's the Nimitz Encounters and they have interviews uh, with like the radar techs and all these people. All right, but what's Nimitz? It's the USS. Oh. All right. Do it. <laughs> So in 2000, I'll prep it. In 2004, the USS Nimitz Carrier Group is off the coast of San Diego running drills. You know, so there it's the whole battle group. So the carriers, the center of the battle group, and they've air, got air, air, like the aircraft airplane? carrier. Okay. Yeah. Here's a three minute thing explaining it. Oh, perfect. That saves me from talking. Are extraterrestrials making contact with Earth, or is it something else? How about this 2004 Nimitz report we got? Yeah. Next hit. Let's open it up. We are going to use the same methodology here that I use in my conflict analysis. So before we can determine whether extraterrestrials have contacted mankind, we must first eliminate terrestrial technology as a source for what we see happening in our airspace. And the 2004 Nimitz incident is the best evidence we have to begin to answer that question. Look at this. It's incredible. It is absolutely... There it goes. Look at that. 
They're playing Space Invaders. In 2004, <laughs> the USS Nimitz aircraft carrier was stationed off the coast of San Diego, California, when one of the ship's fighter jets engaged a strange object in the sky, capturing... So this is what you're talking about? Yeah, and so Rogan had this pilot... This is not some on last week. With their David Fravor. Yeah. Commander Fravor. Yeah. A $15 billion aircraft carrier with its radar systems, everything state-of-the-art. What is that? This looks like a bug to me. Right, but so this is what... Do individual ship training. The Pentagon released, like, back in 2017. They finally came out and acknowledged, like, okay, there's stuff in our airspace. We have no idea what it is. There is some footage. We've been investigating it. And that guy, I think it's... The guy who who's making this video was the one running the investigation, and he quit, or something like that. Or maybe maybe it's a different guy who's doing his own thing. But he was the guy running ATIP. Luis Elizondo. Yeah, that's that's the guy. Yeah. So uh, so he was he was running this program called ATIP, which I forget what that stands for, but it was investigating this kind of stuff. And uh, he quit because he he basically was like, you know, the government's not doing anything about this, and it's clearly real. Like there's stuff out there that we have no idea what it is. So he quit working for the government and for the Pentagon and came out and said, "This is what I've been doing for the past, you know, five years or whatever." It's, the shit's real. Whatever it is, it's real. So anyway, Joe Rogan had that the pilot that oh, was okay. actually filming that. I'm trying to think. I'm like, how did we get on this? I know. I'm, Where yeah. are we coming from? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Joe Rogan. Yeah. Yeah. Joe Should Rogan try to get Joe Rogan on the podcast. Oh yeah, dude. Joe Rogan <laughs> hit us up. Dinner with Schmuck. Yeah. <laughs> um, actually, the biggest podcast in the world meets smallest podcast uh, not in the, the world. Smallest. I think we're probably bigger. <laughs> um, also part of that group um, was Brian Callen. Um, who was in a bunch of dot, Todd Phillips movies. Uh, he was in The Hangover. He was the guy who owned the chapel. Anyway, he's actually going to be in Tampa next weekend while we're down there. Cool. So, was he uh, on Mad TV? I think so, yeah. Yeah, I think yeah. you're talking about. So I think we might try to go see him uh-huh. maybe Saturday night. Cool. Or Saturday afternoon. I, th- I can't remember if he's doing an early show. So, yeah, he, he's a funny... He's also... Well, he was on the Goldbergs, and now he moved to the spinoff show. Schooled. Mm. I don't know. Anyway. Schooledbergs. No, just school. Oh. So, um, all right, back to our guest. <laughs> so, Rory, what are... <laughs> Who? I, I have I another question. something. I didn't know I could actually interact with you guys. <laughs> this is cool. <laughs> so, I mean, this is a, a cheesy, like, canned kind of question, but, like, so yes. who are your influences? Especially, like, when you were younger, who were you listening to? Jamie McClanahan. Nice. <laughs> yeah. is the only yep. one I listened to. Can't blame him. Yeah. yeah. Same, same, dude. That's, what a coincidence. <laughs> yeah, I grew up on, like, the Beatles... Um, Everly Brothers. Nice. Uh, my mom was really into like Queen, the Pointer Sisters. Nice. A lot of really random stuff. That's a cool mix, so, though, man. That's, yeah, that's good. So One of these days I'll cover. It. I'm oh, so excited. Only because we've kind of had a. Re- I, I gotta ask how how old are you? Thirty. Okay, so you're thirty. All right. Yeah. So you're right there in the. Come, tr- you know, because I, you know, growing yeah, up, my life is over. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Oh, just wait. We both we both turned forty this year. Yeah. So just wait. Yeah. Uh, but I'm thinking, like, because like growing up, like. See, my parents weren't into that. They were into, uh, like, my mom was into, like, the 50s and 60s stuff. Yeah. So, like, even, like, the Beatles, at at best, I think my dad had one Beatles CD. or, oh, or And it was, like, please, please me. So, it was, like, yeah. way early. Hold your hand and stuff like that. It wasn't really until I got into, like, high school and I kind of found classic rock and yeah. Chicago and all that. But yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I... And that's how, like, I hope that I'm, you know, bringing my son up listening to better music. 
Because that's the worst thing you can do to your kid is make them grow up with like just shitty music. Yeah, I, yeah. I think it's good just to give kids like a, a wide variety. Because I, I was kind of like my my parents were into like Crystal Gale, ABBA. Gordon Lightfoot. Oh, Gordon Lightfoot. I know, which is, you know. I fucking I, love Gordon Lightfoot. I, I do too, but like that was it. And then I started playing the saxophone and uh, didn't know, I, I wasn't taking real private lessons yet. So I was like, I don't know what to listen to. So my mom bought me like Kenny G CDs, <laughs> which uh, which at the time I liked. So I, yeah. you know, as he much. He still likes them. No. He no. goes to bed every night listening to Songbird. We know. We know. Oh, God. Takashi 6 9 Yeah. <laughs> it's the remix. <laughs> Yeah, but like I didn't know even what to look for because it was pre-internet. Like I, and I lived in fucking Holly, so the one record store didn't have like a jazz section. So my well, mom it did. It had Kenny G in it, right? Exactly. So like my mom bought me Kenny G and the Yellow Jackets, which wasn't too bad. It was just like modern and borderline easy listening. So like I didn't get into the real like legit jazz stuff until I was way older. Yeah. You know. So I think like yeah, if you give kids kind of a mix, so they know there's different stuff out there. It's yeah. it's a really good like, thing. I just feel bad for all the kids that are growing up just listening to that trash that's called country on the radio right now. That's oh. just well, yeah. pop with a twang, mm-hmm. and it's Damn. it's become so fucking big. Uh. That it's uh, that's right. We that, can counter it by giving them some gangster rap. <laughs> isn't that the title of your song today? Pop with a twang. Right? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I mean, I'm in Pennsylvania. I'm thinking everybody only listens to country. No, you know, well, well yeah, yeah. most of them. Yeah, <laughs> you're not wrong. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's why we call it pencil. Tucky. Huh. <laughs> I don't. Isn't what's that? That show is based out here, isn't it? Uh, Orange is the New Black. Is that out here? Because there's a pencil Tucky on the show, isn't there? No, I don't. I've never seen oh, it. Yeah, they call I don't her. Know. It's in. Uh, or is she just New from? York, it's based oh, okay. Oh, yeah, right. they call you, her, can, uh, you can talk to my wife about that. She's in the middle Tucky, of. I think going through that. Yeah, we've got we got the office here. <laughs> this office. Yes, the office territory. That's, true, yeah. so that's uh, what I thought you meant. Like yeah, you were just exactly. being super sarcastic. No, what was that no, show no, in PA? Not enough office stuff on the table right now. I've never seen the office. And, and your your shirt has a quote, right? The Paris of the Northeast. Yeah. yeah. Who do you think that bottom one is from? That's from The Office. Yeah, the Memphis Electric City. I see yeah, that. Too. Yeah, absolute <laughs> best. I've watched it like three times all the way through. That's it. Yeah. Well, I'm 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 a young man still. I still have got like forty that's, years that's to right. live. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. We're I, every day. I mean, it's on Comedy Central on like Mondays yeah. and Tuesdays, starting at five o'clock until like the Daily Show comes on. So every Monday and Tuesday, I watch it while I'm like doing dinner. Eating dinner. My wife and I are still kind of going through again on Netflix. We're in yeah. like somewhere in the middle of like season seven now. It's just a comforting show. It's kind it of is. like Friends. You want to have it on in the background. Exactly. Friends, yeah, Parks and Rec. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Those shows all kind of, you know, Friends is a little different because it's a completely different set of con. It's 90s comedy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's studio comedy. <coughs> you know, yeah. Was there a live? Yeah, there was an audience, right? Yeah. Did they have laughing yet? Or yeah. they used, ca- I don't no, know if it was, it was a re- live audience. Was it live or was it all canned laughter? Because you never heard him say, this was re- like cheers, you saw me say, this is recorded in front of a live <laughs> Yeah, but audience. I think they stopped saying that. Did they? Yeah, I'm pretty sure it was live audience. That was just audience. an 80s thing? Yeah. I think there was live audience, yeah. For yeah. Friends isn't they real. Probably, they, I'm sure they dropped Friends it isn't real? <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Rachel and Joey. That's the couple that should have been. So They had their chance. <laughs> no, originally, <laughs> when the show started, the, it was supposed to be about Monica and Joey. They were supposed to be the big love interest, and Chandler's character was supposed to be gay. And, uh, and then there was just like natural chemistry between Ross and Rachel. And yeah. so they just kind of ran with that, I think. Huh. And they teased the Joey Monica thing in like one of the flashback episodes. Yeah. Like when yeah. Joey first moved in and he took his pants off for her. Oh, yeah. When she wanted lemonade. <laughs> yeah. I remember that. That was great. Wow. Where'd you learn that? I don't, I don't remember. You must have Googled past the first four lines to get that information. Yeah, right. 
<laughs> yeah, for the stuff that matters. Yeah, no, oh. it's it's because my ex was so okay. into Friends. Like she would she would be on IMDb like looking at like interesting facts about every episode and do, shit like that. Did you ever notice Doug Benson in one of the Friends episodes? Oh, who's Doug Benson? You, Doug Benson, uh, getting Doug with high. We watched with the oh, Trail Park okay. Boys. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I didn't. You ever? No, he was in there. You know who he is? No. Yeah. Oh my God. We need to get Doug Benson on the show. It's yeah. never going to happen. Uh, Doug is <laughs> call us. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Actually, the funny thing, kind of a little off topic, not off topic, but like I remember, I a couple of years ago we went and saw Theo Vaughn in Tampa. I told uh-huh. you that, right? I think we talked about it. And the guy that opened up for him, Matt Fernandez, uh, I became Facebook friends with him and I always wanted to like get him on the podcast and I just, I never got around to it before we moved. He was just on Getting Thug With High like two weeks ago. Nice. With uh, with another well-known comedian. I haven't watched the episode yet. But anyway, so he does like a weekly podcast in his studio in California and they sit around and they smoke weed the whole time and they nice. podcast for like an hour, an hour and a half. I like this model. And it, it starts, it starts at one. something 20 on the hour, after the hour. Huh. So, well, he'll start, I think it starts at like his idea in a perfect world, he would start at 415. And then at 419, his, he has an alarm that goes off on his phone. And then at 420, everyone takes their first hit and then they smoke the entire time. So like there was an episode him and I watched a couple weeks ago with the Trailer Park Boys. And they had just come over from doing something with Snoop beforehand, By so they were already. Water. What? Sorry, that was making the logo show. Oh, yeah, yeah. Deer mm. Park. <laughs> yeah. Why Drink didn't we fresh. follow this model today? <laughs> well, we're not in any. Yeah, well, we're in Pennsylvania. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Again, Pennsylvania. Yeah. You know. yeah. Um, anyway, he was on an episode of Friends. <laughs> And it's so funny because you look at him and he looks, he also did that super high me movie where after super size me came out, he, um, what he did is he went, I think he went 30 days without smoking pot and then got like his sperm tested and all these other things. And then went 30 days where he was stoned from morning till night and his sperm count actually went up. (laughs) Whoa. And a couple of other things. It basically like disproved every Nixon era reefer madness stereotype that's you know, out there. I just I think yesterday on the news before I left for work, I heard on Good Morning America that they did like it was purely correlation, <laughs> like there's no causal evidence, but that you know, if a couple is trying to get pregnant and the man smokes weed like on a daily basis, the woman is x percent more likely to miscarry. Really? Yeah. But and they did they did say point you know, zero 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 right? one. Yeah, I mean. yeah. And I was like, get the fuck out of here! Like, yeah. come on. Yeah, because they're 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 probably whatever they looked at. They took that because data is the most manipulate manipulable most thing right word, right? thing most able to be manipulated. I don't know. Yeah. Um. So you can make it say whatever you want, but who knows what else was going on with those people. You know, like what she was doing, what else he was doing. Yeah. He just happened to get high every day. Yeah. She was she was doing crack, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. in between. Fucking well, let's blame it on her down him. the stairs. Yeah. You know, let's, let's blame it on him. Yeah. Um, all right. Again, I don't know where we how we got here. No. <laughs> what were we talking about? We were talking about Rory. Yeah. Oh, his yeah. musical oh, influences. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Somehow we. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We were talking no. about the fact that you should not drink three uh, monsters. Before oh, I thought that was a Transformers logo on there. <laughs> like, what is that? The Autobots or the Decepticons? I can't remember. Yeah, no, it's like the scratch, right? The monster. No. Claws. Oh, it's different than I remember. Yeah. No, Jamie. Even no, monster? it's not monster. It's, oh. it's rain. It's rain. Uh, I didn't even know that was the thing. Jamie, you're like the <laughs> lab rat for like how much energy, yeah. how many energy drinks can you drink yeah. and not die? <laughs> do, you, do you mix them with alcohol? 
No. Okay. Oh my God, that'll give you the worst hangover of all time. Because you already get dehydrated from this. Yeah. yeah. So when. Uh, Deer Park water. Yeah, you got some water there. <laughs> Speaking of which, I gotta take a piss. Me too. So, all right. What? Cool. I'm not the only one. And you guys hot. can go together. It's hot as fuck in here. No, I don't cross the streams, dude. Yeah, when he, I'll hold it down on the air here while, until yeah, he gets back. Um, somebody's, I, somebody's gotta jump in with jokes. Yeah, no, now I forgot what I was gonna fucking say. Um, oh, uh, energy drinks. <clears throat> so back when like Red Bull and vodka was a real big thing, like 10, what year is it, 2019? Like 15 years ago? Um, uh, Matt, my buddy Matt and I, who've, who's done a couple of podcasts, we were playing with uh, Tom, across, who lives across the street, and we were playing at a place over here in Dunmore called Corkscrews, and every and we didn't get charged to drinks when we played, so every night, between the two of us, we probably drank half a case of Red Bull easily. So we go in there one day, and the owner's like, yeah, we're not we're not doing Red Bull anymore. He got like some energy drink on tap. Uh, yeah, they have that at all the bars now. <laughs> yeah, because, oh, uh. probably because of us, because we drank so much of it and never paid for it. Uh. Yeah, they all do that now, because when I, I, I rarely... Or Red Bull and, or Ye- Red Bull and Jaeger, which I can't drink Jaeger straight, it makes me sick, but with Red Bull it was always fine. Jaeger, wow, that's throw. Do they still even make that? <laughs> I think I have a... Remember when we used to do Jaeger bombs for a while? Well, yeah, yeah. Red Bull and Jaeger, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that what that is? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you you get the cup of Red Bull and you drop the thing in there and then... That's right, yeah. I had a bottle of Jaeger. I think we might have given it to someone before we left Florida because it was in our my freezer forever. Nice. I think it might have been a duty-free bottle I bought somewhere, and I drank probably that much of it. <laughs> probably with a glass of Red Bull one day. So, early influences. Um, you said the Everly Brothers, right? Yeah. So, was that... Was that mo- Pure musical or from a vocal standpoint too, because they had. I mean, yeah, I, I, a little bit of both. I mean, just you know, those were like the kinds of songs I was like playing on guitar, um, but definitely, uh, definitely a wide variety of stuff. Put it that way. My dad listened to a lot of weird like African music too, Native American music, just weird. So a lot of chants and percussive uh, yeah. type stuff. Yeah, yeah, he likes strange things. Do you play anything else besides the guitar? A little bit of piano. I'm not like proficient, but I have written some songs on it. And I'm guessing you prefer to write on the guitar then, right? Uh, actually, no. I prefer to, to write on things that I don't typically play because it gets me in like a different kind of headspace. But um, pretty much everything I would play out would be on guitar for yeah. the most part, yeah. So when you say you write on different, so what else do you write on then? If you're, uh, I mean, I've written on piano. I've written on theremin. <laughs> we have a theremin, which we have. Yeah, we could hook up. If you want to use the theremin, we can we can introduce the theremin. That'd be a first. Yeah. <laughs> Even playing like electric guitar is like different for me because I typically play the acoustic. I just started a band, so um, in the band I play electric. But you know, and you play your electric, I assume, flip too. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Which actually creates more problems because the body of an electric has, of course, the knobs yeah. that are supposed to be on the uh, bottom that are on top. So I may actually have to get a proper lefty electric and then switch the strings and the nut and the bridge to make it wrong again. But then at least the knobs will be on the bottom because I hit them with my elbow and I'll be playing and then all of a sudden I'll be like, there's no sound. And it's yeah, or you hit the yeah. switch and you right. change pickups. Yeah. Exactly. I never thought exactly. of that. Yeah, it's a pain in the ass. <clears throat> wow. So what's the uh, the band's name? Uh, the band is called Black Rose Revival. Uh, we're a bit heavier. We're kind of like uh, Jimmy Eat World, Foo Fighters, okay. Turkey Max Sunday. Um, it's predominantly songs that I've written that haven't that I haven't been using. I've written like 150 songs, so Jesus. I'm trying to you Damn. know get them out. <laughs> um, 
and so far it's been great. I mean, it's been a few months and uh, I got linked up with some really great musicians who are very experienced, very creative, just great dudes. Um, and we're looking at setting up our debut show soon. So nice. Exciting. Which do you prefer playing more? Do you prefer doing the solo thing or do you like playing with? <clears throat> Honestly, the band is awesome. Um, I've always wanted to be in a band and I don't know, just things just never came to fruition. But as soon as I met these guys, it was like magic. And I mean, you know, I take everything that ever, anybody tells me with a grain of salt, but everybody seems to be on the same page. That's just like unreal chemistry and just all those added nuances that you don't get when you're yeah. solo. Mm-hmm. Being a, a drummer, I've never really played by myself unless I'm like, <laughs> yeah, in here, you know, you know, I'm playing, you know, there's, right. there's not much of a calling for somebody just sit in the corner and play drums for solo drums. Yeah. <laughs> like that episode of the office when Michael hires the bass player, it's like, I could hire a three piece band to come in here and play jazz for an hour, or I can hire a bass player to come in and play jazz uh, for three hours for the same price. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I can just, you know, drummer over in the corner. Um, yeah. I, I love playing with a band, but yeah. I, I would I would think Jamie, how about you from a, from your standpoint? Do you like playing a, a solo more or with a with a group? Band, definitely. Okay. I, I hate playing solo. Okay, yeah. Yeah, but you play fun. solo a lot now. Yeah, I mean, just out of convenience, and or if, if people were like, "Hey, come play an acoustic show here," I'll do it. But I, I'd rather play full yeah. band. Yeah, yeah. for sure. It's not like these days too. Clubs don't want to play. Don't want to pay like, you know, if you got a five person band and you want a hundred bucks a man, they don't want to pay that. Yeah. yeah. So they can pay one or two people like a hundred bucks or two fifty. Yeah. Or, you know, somewhere in there. And then and uh, you actually you still make the money that you want to make more or less because it's only one or two people. You know. Yeah, and then definitely. you got like you have people like either like Mike. Oregano, who comes in and has this like elaborate setup, <laughs> he's where, hacked the system. Yeah, yeah. Or, or you have like there was a guy I remember he used to play at Airhearts all the time. That like who came in, he was an electric <laughs> guitar player and he had a whole rack, and he at home in his studio recorded everything, mm-hmm. and then he recorded all of his own backing tracks. Yeah, a lot of the MIDI stuff and whatnot. But and then like with that wasn't Jimmy, was it? Jimmy Roberti? No, not Jim Roberti. No. Oh, okay. Jim Jim played just acoustic. Or, oh, okay. Yeah. Anyway, this was the guy that they brought in after Jim. After Jim stopped. Oh, okay. He got a little too big to play Air Hearts every Sunday, and so they brought in this other guy. Yeah, and he was. I mean, I remember he was nice. I remember we used to talk to him all the time. Oh, I don't remember. Um, but it, yeah, so you have guys that do that, right? They, you know, and when people do that, they're like, oh, I can get that instead of to Dieter's point, paying a full band. Right. So and then you know you you push to get a gig and you end up taking less than you want. Yeah, just to get in the door. So I actually went to school with a guy in the city, uh, Connell Thompson, fucking phenomenal sax player. And uh, he uh, I don't know if they're pre-recorded tracks or if he records them, but he goes in the subway and on the street with a little amp and and plays these tracks and plays tunes. And the guy fucking cleans up like he'll play for a couple hours and make like 250 bucks in singles. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. And I was just like, holy shit, dude. Like, <laughs> yeah. I don't make that much at a regular gig with my pay and tips and like the food and drinks factored in, you know? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and you, do you ever play with backing tracks? You ever? Uh, I haven't yet. Jamie's actually been a big proponent of that. So I know. That I know Jamie be, does. That might be on the menu soon. Yeah. Definitely. Always. Yeah. Always. Yeah. yeah. So when you do you always play or do you uh, when I play a full band there's always samples okay yeah always, always I remember when I saw you guys in Orlando you had them and I know my brother was struggling with the the in ear <laughs> thing to hear them so I, I've I've don't think I've ever done that I mean we might have back in the day used a couple things here or there to start a song out I but guess, but I don't that know. was it yeah um, 
but again, when we, you know, 20 years ago when we were, yeah. I'm not going to say playing a lot, but when we were playing and we were all in like college and broke, we didn't have, you know, at yeah. best we had somebody, we knew somebody with a four track tape recorder. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah. we weren't going to record back. Yeah. The situation that. was different. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Now yeah. everything, you just load it up into a, a MacBook and just, right. you know, yeah. I've got a six channel, six multi-track recorder right down here. I'm recording, you know, the podcast with. I mean, let's take it and run. (laughs) It's so easy to do these. Did you hit record, by the way? Yeah. Yeah, Good. Not important. (laughs) Not that we're recording up, which the recording on the the audio on the video is actually shit. So we can't use that. So yeah, no, I hit that. Good. I hit that before we even started. So there's some, there's some stuff there, some stuff for a special release. Oh boy. (laughs) Um, what else? Uh, you know, I, like well, I said, so I, I wanted to be more prepared, and I wasn't. So, who who are you listening to right now? Like, I hate this question, by the oh. way, for myself. Like, what's in your uh, oh, CD it. player? But like, what's on your playlist right now? Oh man, Blink 182's new nice. record. Jamie nice. hates it. I, I actually heard, wait, 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 wait. <laughs> Jamie, Jamie says he hates. No, it. No, no, I haven't heard it. You should what, what I've what I've said is that you pissed with, off about the drummer with this Matt Skiba. They should just rebrand because they don't sound like Blink 182. It's right. a different band. I haven't heard it either. But I, I totally see your. I don't. Yeah, I don't yeah. see you ever listening to it. No, probably not. I'm a fucking. I'm a jazz head, man. <laughs> well, you're not going to listen to Blink One Eight Two. It's a jazz record. And Alkaline, yeah. Alkaline Trio is really good, so I have no problem with Matt Skiba. It's just that that's not Blink One Eighty Two. Matt Skiba's the right. You know what's so funny is Blink One Eighty Two. Weirdly enough, I actually listened to uh, yesterday when I was working. Um, what was the the big album that had all the hits on it? Adam of the State. Yeah, right? The nurse yeah. on the cover? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Dude, I'm listening to that, and I'm like, holy shit, half of these songs were, like, hit songs for them. Like, I did yeah. not realize That's all That's a great those, album, man. Yeah. I did not yeah. realize. All, and I'm, like, singing along. I'm like, I haven't Sorry. listened to it in probably 10 years. I remember all the words. Not as good as the 10 new years. <laughs> yeah. Probably more than that. Well, uh, yeah. I think no. it came out in 99. Well, no, I'm yeah. not saying the first time I heard it, but oh, I haven't oh, listened oh, to right. it in a while. Yeah. You know, I've... Yeah. I'm drunk. Don't listen. To me. <laughs> yeah. Dieter's day drunk. Yes, but the new the, Attaboy. The, yep. the new record is is phenomenal. I mean, it's very polarizing because it's a bit poppier. It, it honestly doesn't sound to me like Alkaline Trio or Blink. Um, it's like this new kind of thing. I mean, some of the tracks sound more similar to the used, which is wild. I mean, there's one track in particular, uh, "No Heart to Speak Of." I'm just like crazy about. So it's been mostly that, and um, this British singer Dodie, actually, I don't know if you guys have heard of her. I hadn't heard I've, of her. I've heard of her. Yeah, I don't think I've heard her, but yeah. I, I've heard the name. Yeah. So I, I uh, there's a guy I played with years ago named Adam Melcher who played. Um, he toured with her, and I went to see him in the city, and she was the headliner. And I was like, "Well, I'm here for Adam. You know, I'm not here for the headliner." And then I went home. Stupidly, I left early, and <laughs> then I went home and listened to Dodie, and I was like, "Oh my god, what, what the did hell I have I done?" Yeah, because yeah. yeah. I'm obsessed. It's just it's Dodie and Blink well, just over and over. <laughs> she was what? She's headlining for a reason. Yeah. <laughs> well, but like, I don't know. I just you know. I, I'm the same way. I, I've done that with a lot of bands. Like I'll see their album cover or hear other people talk about them, and I'm like, I'm not even going to waste my time. And yeah. then years later, like I did that with Snarky Puppy. Uh-huh. I was like, That's a great name. I was like, anything with the word Snarky in it, like fuck that shit, you know, <laughs> fucking hipsters. Uh, but then, like years after they'd been out, I finally listened to them, and I was like, holy shit, yeah. this stuff's fucking amazing. Yeah, you know, and, and it's creating a trickle effect because now I've never heard of them, but based on their name, I'm taking your old spot I'm not gonna like I would never yeah. go listen to them now you yeah know? I'm only gonna listen to them because they sound like fucking hipsters yeah I love it. <laughs> no they're great it's kind of out there like jazz influenced 
fusion. Never mind, not listing kind of stuff. <laughs> I mean, some of it's out there, but there's. I mean, they're all such killer players, yeah, man. Yeah. Just fucking amazing stuff. Yeah, but. that's like all that like genre music, like Wolfpack. Yeah, like you yeah. know, like you know, Matt is really into those guys, and I never really listened to him much. I I started to hear him on like Jam On here and there. Actually, I shouldn't say here and there. They play, started playing them a lot mm-hmm. before that became finally Fish Radio. Um, and it really wasn't until like I moved back here and we started playing with Matt. I started listening to him, and he realized like, I mean, they're they're just like the best studio musicians out there. Yeah, and they're yeah. it's they're so tight, and you know, even if you if you're not into that style of music, which I mean, I am obviously, but they're just such good musicians to listen to. It's like the appreciation I have for like speed metal drummers. Like I I'm not gonna sit down and listen to it. But I will listen to that drummer and be like, holy shit, how is he pulling that off? Like, they're ama- you have to be an amazing musician, whether you like the music or not. You have yeah. to be an amazing musician to pull that off. Mm-hmm. You ever hear Richard Christie on the drums? No. Uh, you know who he is, right? On the Stern no. Show? Richard Christie? Oh, I don't listen to Stern. <laughs> I don't anymore. O and, o and A on this <laughs> Oh, okay, all they're right. They're just Opie now, but yeah. yeah. No, I've, I, I, look, I've listened to Stern... I mean, way back in the day, before I discovered Opie and Anthony, I listened to him on K Rock around here. I don't think I've listened to more than maybe ten minutes of his show. He, in serious. He plays drums for like Charred Walls of the Damned. You know them? No. You're just throwing out a bunch Damn. of names. I don't know. Like you're, you're talking about real. speed metal. Oh yeah, well exactly. And I say I don't. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not a fan of it. But the drummers, I if if I sit and and happen to see one play, I, like that was like living down in Tampa. Tampa's the birthplace of like death metal. Mm. And the one there was one guy I used to play with, I was playing with, and we rehearsed because down there everyone rehearses in in storage buildings, like you know the storage place on the corner because uh-huh. nobody has basements, yeah. and people's garages usually aren't even used for garages; they're used for that's their people's rec rooms. Uh-huh. So there's no you can't and it's hard to play and the houses are this close to each other. Yeah. So a lot of people go and they rent like storage lockers, like the big storage rooms. And you'll go in there and you'll hear music up and down the hallways because that's uh. where everyone rehearses. And <sighs> I think I might have told the story once before. We're in the in the one room rehearsing and we're playing like Jack Johnson or something. And like down the hall, you're... And the drummer is fucking tight and the whole band's tight and it's just so fucking loud. Such a stark contrast to what we're playing. But you just have to listen to me like, wow. Like, I'm not into that. But those guys, I mean, what they're doing is is technically... Very tight and and well done mm-hmm. yeah. from a technical I'm, standpoint. Yeah, I feel that way about a lot of stuff. Like I, I'm I'm a total jazz snob, and and even within the the umbrella of jazz, like I like a very specific kind of stuff. But like whatever you do, if you do it well, then like that's that I'll listen to it and be like, oh, dude, that guy's fucking killing, you know. But I'm what not gonna. Fact. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no. No. But, uh, like, I appreciate that stuff, even if I'm not into the music. Yeah, you know? exactly. Yeah, same, same. Go home and listen to your snarky puppies. Uh, yeah. <laughs> they did some cool, like, there's uh, one tune, I can't remember the name, but they did it with this singer, Layla, Layla Hathaway, I think. And uh, so it's got, because a lot of their stuff doesn't have lyrics, it's just instrumental, but that has lyrics, so it's a little more listenable. And uh, a little more listenable. Yeah, she just she's amazing. Like she sings. Can't wait to hear it. Yeah, uh, like she sings multiphonics herself. Like she can do like those Tibetan throat oh, singers. Shit. Yeah, I know what you're she can about. get two pitches at once. What? Uh, yeah, I was getting that the other night. 
What's that? Oh yeah, you are. Yeah, from vomiting your brains out. But uh, and you, like sheets. The video, yeah, the video of it. Like the whole, no, no one else in the band knew she was gonna do it, so she does it, and all the other players are like, like blown away. Yeah, like holy wow. shit, what's happening? <laughs> so they do some cool collaborations too. Uh, speaking of videos, you just recorded one, right? Yes. Yeah, I actually see, just see got how I turned that first. Back. I like it. I like it. Professional. Until you mentioned that you. Yeah, did it. I know exactly. We do that all the time. We're like, ah, you see what we did there? It's like, well, you just ruined it. Unless you admit it, yeah. Just uh, released, or just got the first edit back, so it should be releasing in the next couple uh, months. Okay, so we won't have it for the podcast. No, only I get to see it. Okay. Well, Jamie's seen it. He hates it. He's in it, so it's pretty terrible. Uh, What does he play in the video? uh, He plays the vocals. He uses his voice as an instrument. Nice. Oh, yeah, that's right, because you sing on that song too, right? Yeah. Okay. He does. He produced the uh, remix, and he sang, and um, that's it. And then he appeared in the video. Nice. In sunglasses in which you can see the reflection of the videographer, <laughs> which I noticed. I was like, oh, God, look at that. Oh, I love that. They can like take that. that out. Yeah, probably. They just uh, have it's to. It's kind of cool, though. Yeah. Anthony Corvix did it of uh, Vixen Visions, the man. So uh, he, he deserves a little cameo there. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Plug, feel free to plug away. Yeah. Hell yeah. Um, That's what she said. There it is. She said that. It's always one. She said that. Always yeah. one. We are in that's straight. That's what she said. Yeah. You, that, that's an office thing as well. Uh, so. There you go. Now you've basically seen like probably 63% of Elf's episodes. If yeah. You just count all the time. So uh, that's, that's not fair to say. <laughs> that show is. Uh, that's that one. That's one show that. And Friends was kind of the same way, and and even Seinfeld. I really enjoyed the later seasons in Seinfeld. Yeah. Oh yeah, like the last season alone, with the exception of the finale. <coughs> but like the last season alone with like the Merv Griffin episode, yeah. and uh, well, that had the Festivus episode in it. Um, so many classic Wait, episodes from that last. You season. don't like the finale? I didn't like the finale. Yeah, I'm not it a was, big it was, fan. It was a it was a cop out. I thought the concept was really good. There aren't really that many like zingers, but the concept is pretty good. Bringing everybody back and uh, that part yeah. was fine. I just like really ended him with a mall in jail. Like ah, spoiler alert. Uh, oh, <laughs> I haven't seen anything. All I know is he's a Mets fan. Yeah. Spoiler, <laughs> alert, spoiler alert! Spoiler alert! Spoiler alert! Spoiler alert! Too late. Too late. Yeah. yeah, they all end up in jail. No. <laughs> Only for it's a year though, right? It's well, I don't know. Yeah. We never see. Yeah. No, 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 they, they, they get t- their sentence was yeah, a, year. Sentence that's, a year. That's fine, but did they get out on good behavior? Probably not, based on the whole thing. Because I know just hear it in real life. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Or when you go back and listen to the podcast. Yeah. That's okay. I'm going to drink and try to forget everything that happened. Well, you're on so much cold medicine, you might not anyway. That's true. And plus, we always get to a point in the podcast whenever there's any kind of guests where they're like, yeah, so delete my name. I was never here. Yes. Like Mike Oregano, we're talking shit and he's like, guys, I have kids that listen to my music and stuff. Like, I, you know. Nice. But yeah. we started off talking serial killers, so. That's we're, true. We're okay. Uh, somebody switched it off by now, probably. Yeah, yeah. exactly. If they're, yeah. they're watching it, they've stopped. Oregano should have listened to the show before he came in. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Didn't know what he was getting into. Nope. Yeah. I have to do like five Hail Marys after this. <laughs> Someone I know was talking about hooking me up with her friend, like just to go out on a date and she was looking at my face. She's like, oh, I've got my friend trolling your Facebook. And I said, well, you can't see much unless you're my friend. Like it's pretty... Uh, pretty locked up and she was like I know so I told her to go listen to your podcast and I was like oh she's never (laughs) she's never gonna go on a date with me (laughs) (laughs) beautiful Uh, so you got a new music video what what song was it that you did never be mine okay and that's when you knew Amy yeah all right 
Yeah, it's gonna be cool. We're doing uh, Rory's gonna do a song, and then uh, Rory and Jamie are gonna do a song. Hell yeah! So we're really uh, stepping things up here. Yes. In the uh, Dinner with Schmuck Studio, part of the Moon Pigeon Podcast Network. That's right. You can said actually, it right. Dude. I can actually get it out this week. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We'll see if you get the dinner with schmucks one out at the end. Yeah, right. So, I uh, <laughs> fuck now I flop. And fuck. Sorry, you can cut this out. I, I, off, I, except for the video, it's a little tougher to cut shit out of the, the video version. Is always like the weird version, right? Because <laughs> if not, it's just a bunch of weird cuts. Yeah. Or like I'm here, and then next like next frame I'm I'm over. Here. <laughs> you know, with no transition. In yeah. Between. Just don't move. Just don't move. Yeah. yeah. We're gonna all sit in straight jackets, so when we talk and we can edit shit out of the video, we probably should be anyway. So. <laughs> you could divide the video into clips based on subjects. Like a lot of a lot of podcasts are doing that now. Joe Rogan does that. Yeah. Oh, I'll release you know? like little. I'm gonna yeah. definitely. You know, we'll do something with the the performances. I'll try to get out before the the episode comes out on Monday. Um, I do want to. Uh, for one second, just because Jamie also just did a video, um, and the song that you actually um, did way back when you were on here back in in March. Oh yeah. Uh, so you did a, a video for Pop the Champagne, mm-hmm. which I just said that really weird. Was it that long ago? March. March first. Wow. Very first art no, artist interview series number one. Uh, yeah. First guest. You there mean it is. Dan. Numero uno. <laughs> um, so you just had you had a video come out too. Yep. And that's out on YouTube, so people can go watch it, right? Oh, yeah. Yep. We'll, put YouTube, YouTube, we'll put the Facebook, link. YouTube, Facebook, all that fun stuff. Yeah. So I know you sent that, uh, you sent that to me like before it actually, like a week before it came out. So it was kind of cool to check it out. And my, my brother pointed out that my grandfather's old radio is in your video. Yeah, like yeah, at the yeah, beginning nice. when you go and put the, when you leave the tape, you left the tape. That's the best part. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which she probably didn't listen. If she would have listened to like three seconds of it, she would have turned it off and be like, this sounds like garbage. <laughs> it's just all the song kiss. isn't even on the tape. <laughs> the song, that's right. Yeah, it's not even on the tape. So she gets up and she puts this tape in this tape player. And I didn't notice until my brother pointed out. He's like, he's like, that was Grandpa's old tape player. I'm like, holy shit, that's right. I listened to, I remember I was in Jersey uh, like for a week or something with them when uh, it was after Wayne's World came out. And I bought the Wayne's World soundtrack and listened to Bohemian Rhapsody over and over and over. Like, really? listen to it, rewind it. Listen to it, yeah. rewind it. <laughs> On that very same tape player. Nice. That's crazy. Yeah, so that's funny, but uh, that was, it came out good. I think uh, you said Ryan from Rookie directed it, right? Yeah, yeah. He changed the ideas like three times in the la- in the hours leading up to it. So even wow. showing up, I had no idea what we were gonna do. <laughs> I would, I but you know how Ryan is. Ryan's yeah. always changing his mind. It's all over the place. I would, uh, I need, I want, I want to do a music video. I, I don't have anything to do a music video of. I would like to work on one of those like that again, so maybe. Well, we could do some. I mean, especially with Matt, like we could do one of his originals and do a music video. Yeah. We could do the Dieter Dieter Pecker Eater. That's right. It'll just be me with my saxophone. <laughs> and a cock. Yeah. And with the green screen. <laughs> and just... a dildo sticking out of the belt. Yeah, the exactly. And you gave yourself that name? No, no. no they oh, gave it to me. Oh. Yeah, Chris yeah, but and Mark. You just repeated it. He repeated uh, yeah. it and, and made it. Uh, made I made it, it the so. whole episode when you came up with it without saying it myself, and then I blew it today. He did, yeah. So That's it. what she said. Yeah. <laughs> You, you certainly did That's blow good. it. Yeah. No, I'll, I'll play. I'll play. Yeah. Fuck you. I'll play right here, and you can do like the super bad dick drawings, like oh, on the green screen. Ah, like oh, in the book, man. right there. Yeah. <laughs> um. All right. Let's see. What else we got for uh, for Rory here? 
I know we uh, we want to get some uh, tunes in as well. And I think we're all going to go have lunch later too, which is kind of cool. Nice. Um, we have a meeting regarding our hundredth episode, which mm-hmm. hopefully we get locked some in. details of that locked in. That would be huge, mm-hmm. um, huge. One less thing for me to worry about. <laughs> yeah. And then I can do the poster for that one. Yeah, that's cool. So, uh, are you still gonna? You still interested in in doing it? Doing which thing? Uh, are playing at our hundredth? Yeah. So, I'm always interested in yeah. doing dinner with schmucks. So you know that. Come December, on, now. December 13th. So it's a Friday night. I'm in town. Uh, yeah, I'm in town. Yeah. So, I mean, you're welcome to come back and crash here, obviously. I think awesome. Dan's going to do the uh, producing for us. Nice. And, and do the camera switching. Uh, Let's do it. So, yeah, we'll have... Uh, that's going to be cool. I haven't seen Dan since March 1st, since here. That is true, yeah, because yeah. he wasn't here. The, he didn't. He couldn't make it out the last time you were here either. No, and then and last time I was supposed to pick him up, he told me he'd call me right back, and then he ended up in South Carolina. <laughs> he ended up in South Carolina. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, fucking Danny. So I was I was saying to 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 Rory earlier. It's you know when I kind of had the idea for this, I wanted I, I kind of thought of this when I was we were still in Florida, but we didn't really have a space to do it. Like at best, we probably could have a guitar player come and sit at the end of the table and play. Uh, but when we came here, my first thing, you know, I started reaching out to like a bunch of local musicians and uh, I only had, only had one that came back with the yes. And that was Steve. Well, you kind of too, but then a bunch of things changed. And now you're just on the podcast. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, the guys I want to use, one of them's local. The other one still lives in, in yeah. New York City. So, so we still may have a artist interview series where Dieter is actually, it'll be getting to know Dieter part something else. Yeah. The other thing is though, I mean like a lot of the musicians I know, even locally that I would be like, Oh, they're, they're great players. Get them on. Like they have no personality. Uh, <laughs> no, that's not true. But like, I mean, I don't know how many of them have original stuff. Like we oh, could play yeah. jazz standards or funk tunes, but yeah. I don't, I feel like to do the artist interview series, it should be like your, your stuff. Yeah. I you know, and I'm hoping to get a couple of uh, comedians too. I actually have one I have to reach back out to who uh, responded to one of my posts in the uh, Nipa comedy group or something I joined yeah, on I Facebook. That. So, yeah. but anyway, so it's been so weird. You know, Jamie was gracious enough to be our first guest, and he's actually brought us a couple other ones. I know you got hooked up with Mike. Um, so but getting so, uh, residuals for this <laughs> kickbacks. His name, I think his name gets brought up every time because yeah, he was the OG guest. Yeah. Um, so it's just it's funny that we've now kind of pulled from this this common group of musicians. So you guys all. So how did you guys know each other? I guess that's where I'm trying to get through. Yeah. Craigslist uh, sex class. Yeah, that's what's nice. Yeah. I don't know what it is. <laughs> missed encounter. Yeah, missed they encounter. met in jail. Yeah, unfortunately. Yeah. Well, they got they got rid of the like the classifieds or whatever they were. And, so, because it was all just like sex ads, so now uh, they only have missed encounters. But it's uh, everyone just jumped it's over still there. Sex ads, yeah. yeah, yeah. Now they just go to Reddit or something else to to do it, right? So, yeah. but I no, mean, seriously, I don't. But yeah. other people do. That question to you. I we played together. Yeah, uh, I, in the I don't Saint. know how I know him. Honestly, we met at the Saint in Asbury Park for that, sure. Yes. At that point, we knew we were already playing. We were both going to open for Drake Bell at Debonair and Teenick. But I don't know how, Just why you were Just in the same circles. At. Yeah, that's the short answer. I don't know why you were at the Saint, though. I don't know. I was the only one that was playing. You knew, right? I didn't even know you yet. 
Yeah. Uh, I think Phil was like, Phil hit me up. Phil was like, you got to come to the Saint. There's, uh, he just hit me up randomly on Facebook, uh, and I was like, right. uh, that's right down the street. All right, yeah, I'll, Phil is I'll, a master networker, <laughs> and he accuses me of being a master networker, but with, with a negative connotation. He's, he said, my buddy Phil has said to me, uh, or said to random strangers, Rory will find you on Facebook. And granted, it's usually true, but... No, dude, I, I have found, like, especially after living in the city for for a little more than a decade like networking is the key yeah. it's almost the only thing that matters yeah like I knew so many guys that played I mean like I, I'm I'm like mediocre at best in the grand scheme of things in, in the jazz world but I, I knew guys that were so amazing and just unbelievably talented um but they can't hang, you know, like they, they don't have the social skills yeah. and they can't uh, network. And even me, like I'm just I'm obviously not here. But like when I meet new people, especially if I'm going to play or see other people play, I'm pretty like intimidated and introverted. And so like every time I didn't make some kind of connection with another musician, it was like, dude, who knows what kind of opportunities that could have led to. Yeah. It's the life so, of an introvert. Yeah, and it's like everything, every good way. thing musically that has come my way has been through people I know. Yeah. Not because I can play or where I went to school or who I studied with. Right. It's just connections. Which, you know? uh, I, I am incorrect. I am correct in saying that when you were at NYU, you studied with the dude that's in the SNL band, right? I didn't study with him. I, I met him. and Oh, okay. And, uh, well, I, I thought you... you Okay, so no. I was wrong. I told my wife the other day because he played with uh, Taylor Swift on SNL last week. Oh, really? Um, or two? I guess we're. You can say his name. Who? Oh, Lenny Pickett. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. He's, a, he's the he's the leader of the band now, right? Yes, it's his band. Yeah, right? it's his band. Yeah. Um, uh, but yeah, he played uh, with her on one song. She played. I guess it was the second week of SNL this season. So <laughs> yeah, I, I, I a week behind. I could have studied with him, but like if you study with him. He'll give you like classical etudes and have you play them like three octaves higher because his whole thing is that screaming saxophone sound like way up in the upper range. And I was like, I, I don't want to spend my time learning that. Like I, I wanted to learn more like, you know, traditional jazz stuff because I was coming from a classical background, too, when I started there. Yeah. Um, but he was a cool guy. I auditioned for one of his bands. I think it was called the Borneo Project or something like that. Sunday morning live band. Yeah, and I had to. So it's like I just got to NYU, right? And I'm and I'm with you. They're like, oh, why don't why don't you audition for this? And uh, it was all it was all sight reading. So they throw this chart down in front of me, and like I I was a classical player, so I I I can read pretty well, you know. And it was like the most fucked up stuff I've ever seen. Like every bar changed time signature, and I just I shit all over it, man. And I I was like, well. <laughs> there's a there's a learning experience. <laughs> so he probably didn't think too highly of me after that. Hey, two types of people: those that are humbled and those that will be humbled. Right? Yeah. Right? I'm good. <laughs> Thanks for asking. Yeah. <laughs> I just I, wouldn't, I didn't want to draw attention to it while he was uh, over here talking. Yeah, he um, mutes it out anyway. So I, well, <laughs> sort of. There's all this mouth breathing going on in here. I'm pretty sure. I'm just like. Yeah, uh, yeah, I do that too because I'm always like, <sighs> <laughs> yeah. 
Are you sick, dude? I, I can't tell if it's allergies or a cold. So, so I just so started. He's getting there. He's getting yeah, there. for like probably six, from last episode, you were surrounded by a bunch of well, no, sick bay. I just started dude, working in healthcare, so like I'm yeah. around sick people all day, and everyone I work with is like, dude, your first like winter in healthcare, you'll be more sick than you have ever been in your entire life. So I'm waiting for it, and I I don't know if this is it or if it's just my allergies, but. My, I think my key to not being sick, and I'm going to knock on wood, um, I drink that Arizona iced tea. It could be, man. It's got antioxidants in it. It says it right on the can. Well, then, that's all you need. If it's printed on a can, it must be legit. I'll tell you, I'll tell you what, really, when I stopped going into the office every day, I stopped getting sick. <laughs> yeah. Like, that was the worst. I mean... Yeah. Down there, like, from basically... It's year-round down there. Like, oh, someone is always fucking sick. Mm -hmm. And it's so weird because my ex-wife was a teacher and she was sick all the time. She'd come home with strep throat. I never got sick from that. Yeah. And, sick. and, and Jihad is in, in healthcare as well. And kind of the same thing. I don't really, actually, she doesn't really get sick either that much. Well, so she's, she's built up an immunity. Yeah. She's been doing it for a while. Yeah. But it's, it's, I don't know. I've been immune to like six degrees of separation or something. Well, dude, living in the city, man, be it, like my ex got sick, like at the drop of a hat. So we'd be on the subway and she would refuse to grab the pole or the, yeah. the strap or whatever. So like so and, she'd fall on her ass every time. No, she'd fucking grab onto me and uh, I'd be like, I, I'm not going down with you. Like if yeah. the train screeches to a halt, like, or, or takes off too fast, like you're, I'm not, you can be on the floor. I don't give a fuck. Hold on to the pole. Yeah. And she'd be like, well, you shouldn't be holding on to it either. Cause you're going to get sick. And I'd be like, so if you're holding on to me, what am I going to hold on to? Yeah. Like, get the fuck out of here. Gloves. You can use gloves. It's a good way to. Yeah, I know. But I. I'm shit, saying, man. Well, during, but during the winter, was this, or this was year round. Yeah, but then you get, you get in the subway car and it, the heat is blasting yeah, yeah. and it's dick to ass. Like, so I, I'm instantly covered in sweat. And I've usually. I and had, other bodily fluids. Yeah. I've got my, my, my saxophone on my back and like my bag for work and my lunch and shit in it. So I, I'm a sweaty mess. So and I'm, she's hanging all over. You. Yeah, and so I'm I'm with my sweaty hand, I'm grabbing the pole and like Just don't lick your hand, that's all. Oh, but I'd like to. It tastes good. Just lick the pole then. Yeah. Just go right to the source. I, my, my, I think I think my point was that I, I didn't get sick much in the city, yeah. probably because I just like was Built like, I don't up, fucking yeah. care. Yeah. yeah. I mean, whatever. I don't care, so then I don't get that's yeah. It's all about mindsets, right? You care mm -hmm. too much. You care too much, and that's why you're sick. Yeah. <laughs> Stop being so hygienic. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's see. Um, anything you want to talk about? Yeah. About like your, your stuff, your music, your shows? Uh, yeah, you got anything uh, upcoming? Anything exciting on the docket from that standpoint? Have you met anyone famous? Have you slept with anyone famous? I'm trying to say. Shane <laughs> <Jamie> McClanahan. <laughs> on both accounts? Of, speaking of dick to ass. Yeah. Oh, well, God. Oh, well, well, you're, we you're famous, right? You're famous. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> uh, no, I mean, you know. I, it's a I, bit I, naughty. <laughs> I had you're a couple of. Uh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately, infamous. Uh, I had a couple of opportunities to open for obviously Drake Bell, uh, as James and I were saying. I, I've, that name has popped up on this show so many times, and I honestly don't know anything about this uh, person. Uh, Matt and Devin were talking about him forever on the one episode. Well, yeah. He's a skinny ginger dude. <laughs> okay. So <laughs> wait, when you guys play together, because you play with him multiple times, right? How do they tell you apart? Oh, one is handsome. He doesn't have <laughs> two high ginger skinny dudes who play yeah. guitar. He's not a ginger. Where He's not you? a ginger. No, Wasn't where are you a getting that from? Ginger and Drake and Josh. Uh, I have no idea. Is that, a, is that a show from the from Disney Channel? 
Maybe the other one was. That's the what Disney. it sounds like. Nickelodeon. The Jakers from yeah. Jake and Josh. I'm just giving you shit for no, it. Drake and Josh. Uh, yeah. I thought that was a Disney Channel show. Got be, uh, basically, he's got like slick black hair. He's got black hair. Yeah, yeah. Oh, damn. maybe just I bring a picture of him about. up. You've yeah, got a computer uh, in front of you. It's totally red. We're all. Can, that, can, no, that's him right there. Can, yeah. <laughs> can, can they see this, or is this just for us? Uh, so actually, at the oh, you know what? I I need to fix that. Because uh, so. I want I want everyone who yeah, watches uh, this to know. Hold on. He can always drop it in later. Too, I can drop it in later, but you know, I realize I have put to it, it put it on a put it on a green screen. What yeah. the? F- this guy's There's, no ginger. Wait, wait, show There's him as a nothing kid. Ginger. As a kid, he was a ginger. Look, wait, what, 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 what is that? See that in the blue shirt? That's like light this brown. brown. That, is, that is ginger. All right, wait, no, wait, that's wait. It. look, look, all right, look, look at this. Wait a second, guys. Stop, 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 stop. Brown. That's ginger, no? No, sir. In all seriousness, it's got the same haircut. All right, just give me that. It's like swoopy and. Uh, I've got oh. it fixed, so I can get the picture on the screen. So yeah. maybe start over. His is way better than Jamie's, though. His well, I, mean, I didn't want to hurt his feelings. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I would say no ginger. Is that no, him without his no shirt ginger. on, all, right, all over listen, the place? I drove two out. Yeah, I drove two hours. There's definitely like a naked That's photo no on ginger there, there too. That's the picture Dieter um, wants right here. Now, what? what? Yeah. <laughs> God damn it! You know the the chick that my friend is trying to hook me up with is going to be like, oh, his nickname is Pecker Eater, and he wants to see dude. <laughs> with their shirts off. Like, come on, man. There he is, man. Yeah. Give me a fighting chance. He's got tasks yeah. for you and everything. Ah, uh, no. <laughs> no. All right. That's too much. What is that? Martin and more Justin man candy? Bieber-ish. Is that what that says? Yeah. What is that about? Is that the name know. of the song? No. Oh, it's uh, talking about Ricky Martin in the article is as well. This isn't getting better for you, man. I, don't <laughs> I know. So. Well, let me just point Wait, out why though, is that Ricky Martin in the same uh, thing? Probably with Jake naked a lot well. on the internet as let, well. Let me let me also point out that a ginger would never be that cut. Okay, well, that you, you true. pasty bastards, true? true, lanky, anyway, pasty yeah. motherfuckers. Uh, pasty. I'm uncomfortable. <laughs> uh, so Drake Bell, Lee Wise, American Idol winner. I opened for him. I opened for for uh, John Karabi from Motley Crue. He was on okay. uh, oh. one record. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Yeah, that's uh, okay. That's yeah, that's cool, man. That's, that's uh, more than I've done. So, <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, you try to try to do what you can. Yeah, I've opened for Chris, and uh, oh no, I haven't even done that. No, <laughs> <laughs> we we can. Uh, yeah, never mind. <laughs> I don't even know where to go with that. No. I was gonna say something, but it wasn't gonna make sense. So I'll just leave it at that. Uh, that's pretty much yeah, what, what we've been has doing made anyway sense so far. Yeah, <laughs> is oh, that the format of the show? Yeah, a lot has made yeah. sense. No. Nothing makes sense. Please watch yeah. <laughs> podcast of about nothing and everything in between. Yeah, the nonsensical yes. podcast. Speaking yeah, of our banner has that. shipped, but the cards have not shipped. Oh, so we won't have the cards for Saturday, which right. sucks. Yeah, not that I expect anybody to actually come up to the station and want to be on the radio with us. No. I don't know. Oh, it's not going to be girls in bikinis and uh, uh, probably not. <sighs> Lanky ginger people. Yeah. yeah, just just that. Just, <laughs> just you, me, Mark, and my wife. Yeah. <laughs> For all, some... all packed into a tiny radio studio, <laughs> trying to do a clean version of this podcast. That's the dream. What is this for the hundredth episode? No, next uh, on Saturday, uh, it's homecoming at ESU. So okay. this is going to be past tense for you listening to this podcast. Um, so you can go back and listen to it on the, actually it'll be out. We're going to release it as a podcast as well, but uh, they do, it's alum, it's homecoming weekend. So they do like alumni weekend at the radio station. It's the first year I've been back since they've started it. So uh, he was program director. There yeah, I was program director for, for two years. Yeah. So we're going in there on Saturday from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. Again, this doesn't matter for 
people listening. We're speaking to you from the future. Yeah. We are speaking to you from the future. Um, in the past, 11 to 1, uh, on Saturday afternoon on 90.3 FM WESS. Um, and it will be released as episode 94.5, I want to say, on the 28th of October. And that's all in our plugs later on. But yeah, So we're going to try to do a clean version there. And then we're doing something at the Steamtown Mall on December 6th, the week before our 100. Uh, another one that we're going to have to keep clean. So... I joke that we'll like come back and we'll add curse words in the podcast uh, portion. <laughs> like we'll just sit in the studio and just drop in dick. Yeah. I got to be honest, dude. I'm a little nervous to do it in front of people. Uh, like, I, I was thinking about that too as I was working on the post. I was like, fuck, I haven't done this in a long I, oh, I've only done one radio show in front of people. Yeah. I've and it was a sports show in college. It was after college when I was, I was still doing a sports show because um, I was doing those football games. And um, sorry. You just want to get more pictures of him up? Yeah, I just want to <laughs> get the full six back here. Oh, God. Anyway, um, yeah, Chris is going to put that on the green screen, too. Fantastic. Yeah. Can't wait. <laughs> That'll just be the whole episode. It's just going to be back here. <laughs> I, want to, I want to clarify. We'll be like, here. Cla- clarify packs. that Rory pulled this up, not yeah. me. Although, I, let, me, let me correct myself. I said a ginger would never be that cut, but isn't uh, Conor McGregor a ginger? I don't know. That's a stretch. I, feel, I mean, he's, he's oh. Irish. So. He's, yeah. yeah. I thought All he was Irish a ginger. ginger except for me. He yeah. definitely drinks. Yeah, well. <laughs> and he definitely gets in a lot of trouble. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. But he's cut. But I've done one. It was a, it was a talk. It was a sports talk show in front of people. Hmm. So... Yeah, I don't know. I mean, that's why, you know, part of the reason I think I'm I'm a musician is because I'm comfortable in front of a group of people if I have the horn in front of me. So you just want to hold your horn? Be like, I, I might, yeah. Uh. I'm, I'm going <laughs> to, all my responses will be played through the horn. Like, so Dina, what's up? Oh, that's interesting. That, that is from that, uh, there's that, al- there's that tune on, I think it was like Chris Rock's bigger and blacker album where it's like they're saying something and all the responses were pieces of pick up the pieces oh really <laughs> like, no i never can, never saw uh, that. oh man i don't know if i can even find that i like how chris potter came up right away because uh. i typed that in he's a sax player <laughs> nice who also by the way like if you want to hear some fucking funky like the grooviest shit you've ever heard but some out there like instrumental stuff check out chris potter Okay. Yeah, I mean, he's he's probably the greatest living sax player. Oh, uh, Jesus. I, I don't, yeah, and I don't know what one of these tunes it's going to be. Um, I'm not sure. But, yeah, anyway, so, like, he says something, and, like, the response is, like, That's a good idea. I like yeah, that. Yeah, I don't know. I'll, I'll find it. Maybe we'll, uh, well, if, if I can find the video, I'll add it to the playlist of videos we watched here on this this episode. Um, all right, so we determined you guys met at a show, right? We definitely met at a show. We definitely yeah. spoke before you were going to be there because I was like, oh, I'll see you there. And then I met you and Casey at the same time because I wouldn't have Could shouted be. out a random stranger I didn't know because I shouted you out twice. Yeah. Such a good friend I am. Hell yeah. <laughs> I was dude. like, Jim yeah. Glennon. Yeah. And everyone was like, who the fuck is that? <laughs> Just I did hear some who the fuck among all the booing. Uh, <laughs> never. But then they were hip. I was too yeah, busy cleaning to garbage off of my face yeah. <laughs> throw that me. Yeah, Facebook probably helped. Yeah. Jackie June. Uh, I think I knew Jackie who? before you. <laughs> Just kidding, Jackie. Calm down. Um, and then, uh, and then, so you recorded your most recent album 
Just a single remix. Just a single. Okay, I wouldn't just trust a... him with more than one song. <laughs> oh. Especially that. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking ginger. He knows me too well. <laughs> the factory. No, it was factory honestly, with a K. it was a really, it was a really good uh, process, good time, and uh, I would definitely recommend the factory. And are Somebody. you are you working on a, another full album, or are you you kind of uh, gonna take that? <laughs> we do recycle here, by the way. You keep putting all your. Oh shit! Oh. We're both. Yeah, I some other water oh, okay. bottles in there. Um, um, no, I was gonna say, are you kind of reserving? Uh, all, I'm gonna say all that energy to kind of push to do something with with so, the band now. Yeah, the the highest priority is definitely recording a single or two with my band Black Rose Revival. Um, I am also in the process of kind of piecing together songs for a 30 EP solo though, which is kind of uh, like a passive process. I, I've been working with uh, a guy named Corey Zach at. Um, Cocoon Recording Studios, uh, Cocoon in uh, Jersey City, and then uh, I'm going to be working with my buddy on um, another song, in, I think in uh, New York. Um, so I'm, you know, the single format for uh, releasing music seems to be moving more towards like singles. And, yeah, you know, yeah, that, yeah. So that's basically I've got two songs in the works that are going to lead like passively to a third EP, okay. probably. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's certainly been the. Uh, I mean, that's really kind of been the the trend. I uh, guess the trend really since kind of Apple kind. Yeah. Kind of strong arm the music industry. I mean, yeah. I, in a way, it was kind of going that way with like Napster or anyway, because people were just saying, "Hey, individual songs," and, sure, and, yeah. and and rightfully so. Especially, I, I think it's it's changing again now. Um, but we had that period there where, especially in like the late '90s, early 2000s, which is when you know Napster and all that shit blew up, right. was you'd have an album that has one song and it's it, they're one hit wonder and the rest of the album is just garbage filler right and they make all their money on that one song and you never hear from them again yeah so like yeah there's a reason why people were just going to download just the one song yeah well i know like just as a listener i mean right around that same time i started you know cuz i could download all this fucking free shit so i would make my own playlist and then put them on Shuffle or random, <coughs> and I liked that I would get like, you know, John Coltrane and then Blink One Eighty Two like back to back because yeah. you know it was cool. And then I got to a point where I was like, no, you know, I want to like for like Coltrane made this album like he made an album, so like I want to listen to it front to back, yeah, right, the way he kind of wanted it to be made. So now like. If it's stuff that, like, if I listen to jazz that was made in the 40s, 50s, 60s, or whatever, I'll listen to it like that, because I feel like that's what they intended. Exactly, yeah. Right. You know, and it may, not a concept album, but they did put thought into, this is going to be the <clears throat> the title track, this is going to come second. I love it. Yeah, yeah, whereas, like, newer stuff, I don't, I don't think about it that way as much, because it's put out one track at a time. Yeah. You know, so it, I, I don't feel as bad for lack of a better term for like skipping around and and jumping back and forth. I think what has helped kind of reshape that too is the resurgence of vinyl. Yeah. Yeah, Because like with CDs and obviously digital, it was so easy to say, I just want this one song and you know, and and with a CD, you could put it in rip that one song and you have, I mean, I have probably hundreds of CDs that I bought for one song. Uh, yeah. I, yeah You know and I ripped that song And the CD sits on a shelf And I never yeah. put it in the CD player again Dude you remember when uh, Single cassettes were a thing Oh yeah I've You go to the those. wall in the mall And buy yep. like Just a single cassette And it was probably double sided So there was something on the other side yeah. Maybe but hmm. Sometimes just an instrumental s- version But Right hmm. Yeah And they were I don't Thinking about it now I don't know how they ever be, That was ever a thing 
Like that was such a, a total waste of money. A clunky thing, <laughs> yeah. like to have a cassette, you had to put in rewind. <clears throat> at least with like a forty-five, you just pick the needle up and put it back at the beginning. Yeah, yeah. you know when forty-fives had purposes in old jukeboxes where they put that. It's not gonna happen with a cassette. Yeah. Like no. mo- most of the time, I'd buy the single and then add it to a, a mixtape, mm-hmm. yeah. and I'm sure that's what ninety well, percent of people did. I think that was the advantage of getting a single because you didn't have to well, exactly fish yeah. through the whole the whole album. Exactly. Just, so this is the tune I want to hear, yeah. and I can rewind it for two and a half minutes and be back at the beginning. Yeah. Well, you had a slow rewinder. I mean, I mean the, the length of the song, not the the rewind time, but it's just yeah. one tune as opposed to like it's track five. How do I how do I get to track five? Would you ever release any of your time? music on cassette? I don't know. Never say never, but it's yeah. just kind of. Like I don't think thing, it's coming though. back though. Like I, vinyl, I, it is. we got a guy for him if he wants cassette. Yeah. <laughs> Let, no, like vinyl. <laughs> I have a Victory Drive cassette. I? <laughs> so do yeah, I. Nice. We'll, we'll send. We'll send it to that guy. <laughs> No, like vinyl has audio quality <laughs> things that are that are yeah. desirable. Uh, cassette tapes, man, I, I don't see that coming back. It, yeah. But it, but it, it, the crazy part is it is, and they have like cassette fucking hipsters. It's, still got, it's got the nostalgia. The fucking hipsters, exactly. Yeah. To that point, yeah. to that point, it's strictly a nostalgia thing because it, to, it, right, it offers no advantage <laughs> no. over anything. Right. No. The portability of it is out the window. Nobody has a tape player in their yeah. car anymore. I don't even have a CD no. player in my car anymore. Yeah. 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 So, uh, the only CD player. I own is in my car. <laughs> it's the portability is a non-factor. The the quality of it, I mean, it's look to a point. Records will will wear down the more you listen to them as well. Yeah, but not as quickly as tape. Mm-hmm. Who owns a fuck? It's it's hard to find a tape player. Yeah, and you can't take a record and and pull the you know a tape. It's just like <laughs> can be instantly yeah. destroyed if you but, don't have a fucking number two pencil. But it, uh, <laughs> it 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 is a format that's coming back, and I don't. I know you did it kind of as like a, an experiment or joke yeah. or kind of somewhere in between yeah, those yeah, two. Yeah. 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 Um, now a track, there's something oh, that geez. they should bring back. <laughs> I should bring the eight track player up here. I have it. It's still at my mom's house and I have boxes of eight tracks. Damn uh, dude. I got them all from my uncle. I didn't buy yeah. any of them. Uh, so, and now I got them on another thing. So we're, Oh, uh, records. Yeah. So the idea with the records coming back and, uh, I think people are, you know, cause you're going to put it on, you're going to listen to the whole thing. And that's why I like so many classic albums being reissued. Or that's the way to listen to them. You're right. Yeah. If something's yeah. older, like that. We should listen to them that way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and even like Blink One Eighty Two. Like uh, it turned out. Yeah. Like I listened to that whole album. I was like, oh fuck, it's good yeah, from start yeah. to beginning, start yeah. to end. I also like. I think because I we grew up in like the album era, even though it was tapes and CDs. Um, you know, like the, one song ends and your brain is already hearing the next tune. Mm-hmm. Right. Like, I, I love that. And it kind of throws me for a loop when it's stuff's not in that order. I have that issue with like with like a couple of like mixes and they started out, they were mixed CDs when I first made them. And now they're playlists yeah. on my iTunes. But there's a couple of them where like inevitably like I hear like that song finished. I hear the next song that's on that playlist that I've listened to yeah. 450 times. Yeah. yeah, totally. Not the next song on the album. So. Right. Yeah. right. Well, I knew even some songs where one leads into the other. Yeah. I yeah. Mean, and that's kind of a nice feature or just, you know, I tend to listen to first and last tracks of records um, and I kind of view them as like discrete entities too. Like I, I figure like you're saying like, oh, this is the first thing the artist wanted me to hear. Yeah. I mean, they definitely put thought into it. Yeah. You know, because that. <laughs> The medium now, the yes, but on the other hand, though, back in the day, they put thought into them, but there, 
the format dictated how you had to sequence an album. Mm. Like with records, True. when records would be like, you had to have your heavier songs at the beginning of each side. Interesting. So yeah. you're talking like songs, tracks one and two, <clears throat> and then maybe like tracks five and six. Uh. Because the grooves get thinner as you get towards the inside of the record. Oh, oh, and they yeah. don't yeah, hold. That sense. So that's why like you listen to like an album now will come out. Uh, a good example, because it's probably one of the worst reissues I've ever heard in my life, is Under the Table and Dreaming by Dave Matthews Band. On vinyl? On vinyl. Oh, it oh. is <laughs> the whole way because the album was never sequenced to be on vinyl. Right. Uh. So there's heavy shit like on the last track of side one and the the physical limitations of, of the medium will not allow you to get that heavy bass sound, that loud yeah. music. So you, right. you go back and you look at a lot of those old records, uh, good, like Super Tramp, Breakfast in oh, America. yeah. yeah. Fuck, one of my favorite albums of all time. Mm-hmm. And I have no problem. I'll put that vinyl, I'll put that on just to listen to the vinyl. Whether or not, um, you know, I have it on CD, I can listen to Apple Music. I'll put the vinyl on whenever I can because I want to listen to it from start to finish. And you can hear there where heavier stuff's at the beginning, kind of tapers off. You flip the record over, it gets loud again, and then tapers off. Mm-hmm. So, yes, there was thought put into it, but there was some limitations based on the media that the format that you don't have these days, right? You put together a CD or, or just a digital download. You put whatever you want on there the whole time. And it's not going to matter if you want to turn around and release that on vinyl. Best bet is to relook at your track listings. And I mentioned that to someone recently who was thinking about it. I go, you're gonna have to resequence everything if you want it to sound good. Yeah. Yeah. I never would have thought of that. Yeah. That's interesting. So Hmm. I, I, the, you know, we, you know, music nerds here sometimes. Uh, I got into that with somebody on like a Beach Boys thing. Like they were talking about the album Sunflower and they're like, oh, it should have been sequenced this way. I'm like, you might be right, but they knew what they had to do to make that sound good yeah. in the format, you know, you're listening to. Yeah, yeah. If you then download the album, put it in a playlist and put it how you want it. It doesn't matter. Right. You know, right. but. But then so. you lose, like if you convert that to digital, you lose a lot of the the best stuff about vinyl, you know, so. Oh, yeah. And, and you're going to have people argue doesn't matter all anyway. day about that anyway. And I've gotten into plenty of arguments. Uh, somebody actually threw something with Dinner with Schmucks. It was something, I think, from an early episode. We posted something. We got into, I got into something into it with somebody over it. He's, like, claiming that there's no difference whatsoever and it's all in your head and blah, blah, blah. Between vinyl and digital? Yeah, oh, and, and tape. Oh, that cheap was a Christ. better format. I'm like, all right, I'm done talking yeah. to you. Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't your guy. No. Yeah. no, that's for sure. You know, Jamie doesn't own a tape player. We learned that yeah. way back in the day. Huh? It is. It did. Yeah. Although you should, because you apparently have my grandfather's tape yeah. player. And it doesn't work though. It doesn't work. <coughs> yeah, I don't remember it working much last time. You know, last time I was, I used to t- had auxiliary ports into it. So <laughs> towards the end, when I would go down there uh, and visit. And we'd be down there for the holidays or something, and I'd, I'd just bring like a, a my MP3 player and plug it in to get oh, the yeah. speakers. Yeah. Not to interrupt. Do you want me to like Facebook Live a wrap up? Oh yeah, yeah. Let's uh, yeah, let's 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 do a quick Facebook Live video here to. Wait, uh, before you start, let me run to the bathroom real quick. Oh, all right. Jamie, way too much water. I also I used all your tissues. I'm sorry. All the tissues. All the tissues. Uh, usually, usually that's me. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> a little, get a little excited, you know. Uh, oh, God. <laughs> dick to ass. Chris, give me some more tissues, man. Dick to ass. Is it dick to ass or ass to dick? I always said dick to ass. Oh, okay. Yeah. But, yeah. Uh, or buns to nuts. 
Oh, that works. That's the, yeah. that's the more G-rated version. Yeah. Or let's say PG version. Right. Because um, yeah, it's nuts, you know. Yeah, it's more ambiguous. Yeah. Beautiful. Flawless. All right, we there? Yeah, there he All is. All right, so guys. The man in charge. Yes. Uh, we are doing a quick episode pop in here, drop in, I guess, on episode number 94, the artist interview series number five with Roy Delasno. As uh, as we've spoken about the last couple of weeks, so and special guest host Jamie McClanahan is what's going well. on. What's going on? So uh, we just got finished recording our podcast, sort of. Um, unfortunately, I think we lost some of the video. Fuck. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but we're gonna get a we're gonna get a couple of tunes in here from uh, from Rory and Jamie, and uh, I, I don't know, man. You got to talk to man. You're oh. a host. Uh, no, nah, you're on camera, dude. I'm not the host. Well, don't put it right on me, man. There's other people here. Oh. You want to show everybody what the kind of the studio looks like here? We got a sure. whole, we got the drum set up, so we might do a little drums today. Yeah. Um, so you guys get to see kind of what the whole studio looks yeah, like. We got the a, Michael Scott bobblehead. In a whole setup right here. here. Um, Towley. So let me see. Was there anything else we wanted to talk about? Um, I'm really interested to see, Jane, uh, to see Rory play with his uh, unique styling of playing upside down. That's yeah, I'm, I'm excited too. It's uh, that's you got us all excited. Yeah, uh, so I really, I'm not no even pressure. being sarcastic. Ah, shit, man. Yeah, <laughs> um, I dig it. So you guys are gonna want to check out the videos, at least uh. the performance videos. If I've kind of have half of an episode here, um, we'll release the videos of uh, performances, which is gonna be awesome. Cool. Yeah. So uh, you want a cameo? No. No. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it's a Wednesday afternoon. It's like one o'clock. Uh, we're these morning podcasts and Jersey traffic. Yeah. That's what we're going to say. Hashtag so, better than Jersey traffic. Hashtag better than Jersey traffic. Guys, uh, if you're watching this, if you watch this before Saturday, don't forget to check us out on WESS this weekend, 90.3 FM in the Poconos, quantum.esu.edu slash club slash WESS to listen to it online. God damn, dude. <laughs> what are the phone numbers? You remember the phone numbers? Uh, again, I'm hoping these are still the same number, phone numbers. 570-422-3133 and 570-422-3134 to talk to us live on Saturday between 11 and 1. And if they're wrong, you'll get some old lady or a, or a pizza place and uh, have fun with that. Yeah. Uh. And uh, I'm thinking we should do a Facebook Live from the studio, too. I, I, I'm actually thinking about bringing a camera and just recording the whole thing and doing yeah, something dude, with it do it up. So yeah. other than that, we're going to get to uh, wrapping this thing up. We're going to get some performances in. And then uh, we've got a busy afternoon here on the Dinner with Schmucks podcast um, as well. So, yeah, there we go. All, All right. right. Rory's so coming everyone up. Tune in for his uh, sayonara. Right. That's a word. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> what, what language is that? That would be Japanese. Is it? Yeah. I thought it was Spanish. That's adios. Dude. Arigato, <laughs> racist. Play it. You got that clip there? Yeah, but they're not going to hear it on oh, the right. podcast. So I already so. said it. All right. <laughs> Bye. Later. One. <laughs> All right. Huh? What are you doing buying your stuff from the guy selling in the parking lot? Dinnerwithschmucks.gurgles.com is the only place to pick up all of your official Dinner with Schmucks podcast swag. T-shirt dust? Tees, hoodies, cell phone cases, and prints. It's all just a click away. Dinnerwithschmucks.threadless.com Welcome back, Dinner with Schmucks, episode number 94. Uh, I doubt you actually went anywhere since it's a podcast and not a radio show. <laughs> it's always the hardest thing. Like, And I hear other people who I know did radio shows, go on to podcasts, do the same thing. You really, you get behind the mic 
And, you know, often I want to say you're listening to, you know, and our guest today is so and so. You don't have to do that. I always forget that. Well, it's uh, your radio station's W-T-O-P-H-E-R. Oh, right. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Topher. <laughs> Topher Broadcasting. Yeah. Part of the Moon Pigeon Podcast Network. <laughs> what I wanted to bring up before, and I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm derailing us for one short minute. Um, last week, you know, we joked about Kark Enterprises. <laughs> yeah, that's right. And I was going to name the enter- episode that. And when I went, so I just did a quick Google first and sure enough, there is some like healthcare company out in like Colorado named Kark Enterprises. That's crazy, man. So, um, yeah. So anyway, uh, Kark Industries is actually a real thing. Enterprises. Kark Enterprises. So, um, they got a ton of free advertising last week. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to send them a bill. Yeah. So the story behind that, because it doesn't make any sense. So our friend Mark, he's Mark with a C, M-A-R-C. And uh, he posted a picture on Facebook a long time ago like probably 10 years ago. I don't ago, remember even. That he went to Starbucks and, you know, they asked for your name and he said, Mark with a C. And he get, he gets his drink and it's a, it's Kark. C-A-R-K. Yeah, Mark with a C. Oh, I guess I could have spelt it C-A-R-K and I probably would have gotten That's Clark true. without an L. I, that probably doesn't exist. You're I was right. spending it, spelling it like he spells his name. With no, a C I think they wrote C-A-R-K. That, that makes sense. Yeah. Mark with a C. Yeah. That so, is unbelievable. Yeah. Mark with a C will be back with us uh, on the WESS podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, so again, we're joined uh, special guest uh, Rory Delasno, artist with a D, <laughs> yeah, that is, and that an is, apostrophe and a D. Um, um, so uh, Rory's going to play a couple tunes with us. We've also got Jamie here uh, as a co-host. He might do something. He might not. I don't know. It'll be a surprise. It's going to be a surprise to all of us if he decides to try. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So uh, Rory, what what are we going to hear first from you? I'm going to play a song. Um, called uh, Power of My Love. Okay. And is this out somewhere now? Can people find it? Or is it something... This will be on my third Okay, this is on the uh, forthcoming EP. Forthcoming, yes. Uh, This song is called Power of My Love. And this is just a song about uh, a friend of a friend that passed away in a terrorist attack. skin of my teeth weary-eyed and weak on my feet you can't try to tear my ground away bigger now than we ever were before broken knots giving way to open doors building bridges to carry on your name you have gone away from here but you still my own Nobody can seek that from me My heart is still your home I have come this far When times get tough I keep you in my heart When I feel like giving up Hear me say that things are fair Taken when I was scared and unprepared How can I ever reconcile the truths? 
Heavyweight that I never thought I'd know Never thought this is how lives would go Losing someone beside me since my youth I won't be made stagnant or made frozen by my tears Can never disappear. Oh, and I have come this far. Will the times get tough? I keep you in my heart when I feel like giving up. Doubt tries to tell me enough is enough. But you've never witnessed power. This far when the times get tough, keep you in my heart when I feel like giving up. Doubt tries to tell me enough is enough. You've never witnessed the power of my love. Thank you, guys. All right. Woo! Yeah, man. Excellent. <laughs> That's my name. All right. Uh, so that first tune, uh, what was that again? I'm sorry. Uh, Power of My Love. Power yes. of My Love. And that is off of a forthcoming EP. <coughs> That's right. So what do we got next? Uh, I'm going to play a single that I, I got a video coming out for. Okay. With, uh, with Jamie over here. Never Be Mine, it's called. But Jamie's not going to sing now? <laughs> I mean, he's... It's really up to you. I mean, I, mean, I was just I'm, trying to make it... Uh, I was trying to make I'm it always down, man. I'll, I'll make it faster. I, I'll do whatever you want. I, I'll do it. I'll, I'll do it. If you want. All right. Let's do it. All right. So, brand new single, music video coming out uh, shortly. We'll say right. That's yeah. a fair assessment. That's fair. That's very uh, good for featuring. Uh, I just looked at that light down there, so now we're. Oh, now you're blinded. I'm looking, I can't see. <laughs> All right. Oh, shit. Same now. <laughs> God damn. I shouldn't. Uh, I shouldn't have done that. Let's do it faster. There are things that you'll never know Can't ever tell you The vowels and consonants never leave my mouth They tug and pull at my heart I know it's cliche Please make this pain go away These are the words you'll never hear Cause I'm not mad 
and enough to see them sit and smile and joke around. And if their eyes meet, look straight down. These are the things that go unsaid, spinning around and round in my head. Maybe you'll take a chance someday. I probably wish it all away. I'm gonna dream until the end of time. To see them I sit and smile and joke around And if her eyes meet Look straight down These are the things that go unsaid Spinning around and round in my head Maybe I'll take a chance someday I'll probably wish it all away I'm gonna dream until the day I die Job, dude. Yeah, man. Nice job. Nice. Yeah, sounds great, man. Hell yeah, man. Very Thank cool. You. Thank you. A little sick, but uh, I'm trying <laughs> to hang in there. Oh, for being sick, dude, you sound amazing. <laughs> uh, <that's laughs> so good, I can't man. wait to hear you when you're not sick. So <laughs> <laughs> I have yeah, one you more. Too, sounds good. Thank you, man. Yeah, definitely, man. Are you looking for a sound to play? Uh, yeah, I'm just you dick. <laughs> <laughs> Always appropriate. Um, yeah, if you want to do one more, we can. What do you cool. want to do? Uh, I guess I'll just do this uh, song called Life Itself. It's from my uh, second EP. So uh, we have one from each of my releases. So we're we're spanning the decades here. The whole career, man. <laughs> nice. So exciting. All three decades. Illustrious, right? <laughs> Shall I? Uh, yeah, go right ahead. Cool. This song is called Life Itself from my second EP. This song's about love. talk, I can't help but see you next to me. 
legs entwined and all cares cast aside. But no, I can't hide behind all facades of recovery. It's still you and only you who can bring me to my knees. It's true. Promised us, timid love is not enough to sickness and through hell to hold the love unlike any I have felt. I promised love, but it's not enough. No victim of the cards that I've been dealt. I love you more than life itself. But I don't feel a second's time In your eyes It's the only light I find But no, I can't hide And hold on to what it used to be To let go But I don't know how to let this go I promise of nothing but love it's not enough to sickness and through health To hold the love like any I have felt I promise love, but it's not enough No victim of the cards that I've been dealt I love you more than life itself Every time I look at you, I say no Sickness and through hell to hold the love like any I have felt. I promise love, but it's not enough. No victim of the cards that I've been dealt. I love you more than life itself. I love you more than life itself. Thank you Sounds guys. awesome. Yeah, dude. Thank it. you, dudes. Thank you for having me. Yeah, no, it sounds great, dude. Thank you, man. Rory, thank you again for making you, the uh, the trip out from yeah, uh, T-Neck. Thank you, guys. Yeah, thank so you. So we got another uh, another. City. We need to put like a Jersey map on the wall in here and have people check <laughs> it. That's a good. Well, just do it yeah. on the green screen, man. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, yeah. we'll we'll put up a lovely picture of T-Neck on the screen here for everyone. Yeah, yeah, with a, a, a pin dropped on your your house so people know exactly <laughs> where you live. <laughs> <laughs> you well, there goes my singing career. Oh, <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right, and I had the fucking video on the wrong thing again. I got to get better at this. <sighs> what an asshole! Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So again, thank you. For <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
<laughs> I feel this might be a uh, an audio podcast with some video elements on the whole episode. That's cool. Um, it's still recording, so that's a fucking plus. Um, yeah, no, Roy, thank you again. Making it out from TNEC. Jamie, thank, thank you for coming up from uh, Belmar. Yeah. <clears throat> and uh, you got to get back to the factory to go work on some stuff. In fact, I need to uh, text that girl. I need to tell her to be an hour late. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we're definitely, uh, Jesus, we're definitely a little later than we thought. So, um, Roy, do you have any plugs, websites, Facebook, social media, et cetera? You can find me on Instagram under my name, Roy DeLasno, D-L-A, Snow, Spotify, Facebook, here for the next five minutes. <laughs> so, hurry. <laughs> uh, website? Website, RoryDelasno.com. Uh, also, check out my band, Black Rose Revival. We're yeah. on uh, we're on almost every social as Black Rose Revival official. Nice. Cool. What about a shout out to my boy, Roy? Roy Brunston. Yeah. He's the man. He's part of Black Rose Revival. What about my boy, Phil? Yeah, fuck Phil. No, I'm what about my Phil's boy, Sergio? Man. Surge. <laughs> They're the best. You can find them all under Black Rose Revival. There you go. Jamie, good dudes. Uh, oh, yeah. My shout out. Uh, I'll give a shout out to Rory. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. I'll give a shout out to the guys in Black Rose Revival. It's not shout outs. It's plugs, <laughs> man. Yeah. Oh, plugs. Okay, I'll plug myself. Yeah, yeah. Follow uh, follow me at the Victory Dirty. Drive on all of your uh, all of your little social medias, all, all of your little MySpaces and whatever you kids are on these days. <laughs> and you've uh, me you've we, now baby. thrown out there that that you're you're looking at <laughs> retirement. Yeah, yeah. Thinking about it. Think about it. Not if I can help it. Yeah, we got something else. They got a lot of blowback, which I didn't expect. Yeah, exactly, man. I I did not expect this. So, (laughs) blowback. That's what she said. (laughs) He likes it dirty, dirty. (laughs) You're going to get at least two dicks inside of you. (laughs) Oh, good. Where do I sign up? That's a hell of a clip. How'd you find that recording of me, man? (laughs) (laughs) So, and, and the audio factory. Factory with yeah, a K. Yeah, Factory with a K. Oh, yeah. Uh, audio F-A-K-T-O-R-Y. Check and, uh, uh, Follow us everywhere. Audio Factory, definitely friends of the show. Definitely also friends of High Stick Creative. Yeah, and so, I'd like to give a big thank you to High Stick Creative for um, the Victory Drive album art on Before I Self-Destruct. Yeah. Thank you. Hell yeah. And we're he hooked us up with that. Looking forward and, to doing the next one. And you hooked us up like like <clears throat> quickly. Yeah, that's it what I like did. It was like a 24-hour turnaround. That's what I did. Yeah, dude, he's he's good like that. Yeah. You'll be like, oh, I had I had this thing in mind. Could you do that? And five minutes later, he sends you something. And it's like, oh, dude, that's <laughs> exactly <laughs> that's, what I meant. And that's exactly what happened. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, wow. As for Dinner with Schmucks, you can get dinnerwithschmucks.com, Dinner with Schmucks uh, on Facebook and Instagram, DWS Podcast on Twitter. Um, a couple of upcoming events, I know we talked about them. Uh, I'm not going to talk about the WESS thing because it's going to be in the past here, but uh, it's looking like uh, December 6th, we're going to be doing a live podcast from the Marketplace at Steamtown Steamtown. for First Friday, and that is the build up to 100 because the following week, uh, hopefully by the time we get back on the air next week, we'll have uh, a few more details we could share with you maybe as as of Saturday. Uh, DWS 100 live uh, from a location in Scranton, Pennsylvania. It's going to be on a Friday night, Friday the 13th, weirdly enough. So Beautiful. It's my uh, lucky day, man. And it sounds like uh, Jamie's going to join us for that one. So which, Which day? December 13th. December, yeah. I'm Friday in. the 13th. I'm in. You're in. Uh, we're going to put you on the poster so you have to show up. Awesome. <laughs> Doesn't say I have to be on time, though. Yeah. <laughs> Which is good. We're, we're starting at 6 o'clock. <laughs> yeah. Yes. yes, for anyone who missed it, I was an hour we, late. We got to we gotta do the uh, the Lisa thing with you, tell you to start 
we start an hour earlier than we actually. I was did. hoping Rory was going to be late, and then he he's, he was scheduled to be half an hour early. Yeah, <laughs> yeah so, he actually showed right. up about right on right about yeah. on time. So yeah. yeah. Um. So we got those couple things coming up. Uh, dinnerwithschmucks.threadless.com. Get your swag. Jamie's wearing the Electric City shirt right now. So oh, which yeah. has kind of become we've been starting to use primary as our primary logo now that we're here. It's a good one. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. Um, until somebody from the city of Scranton comes after me, I'll continue to use it. <laughs> ah, which I don't think so because everyone else fucking knocks that damn thing off. Yeah, and I Scranton should take all the help it can get. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah, now that the office <laughs> is no longer making new episodes, yeah. you gotta have some uh, some notoriety. So, um, Dieter, anything on your end? Uh, let's see. This should be out before. The, so I'm playing... Well, Will this be out before? I'm playing on the oh, 25th. Yeah, so I'm playing uh, Friday the 25th at Woodlock. Oh, yeah? Uh, just outside of Holly. It's for, like, uh, the Wayne County Conservation And uh, another thing. former guest is also going to be there yeah, as well. Yeah, Ryan Weber's doing a short lecture about stuff. <laughs> I, I don't even know. Stuff. Yeah. Remember that and, stuff. Uh, but it's like from stuff. 6 to 9, I think, and it's open to the public, uh, but I think you have to buy dinner, which is probably like 20, 25 bucks, but it's like, it's all, it's all included. It's all included. Um, and on, I'm, I have a little jazz trio. We're just doing like background music, but I'm going to talk a little bit about Black Bear Conservatory because I'm trying to start a jazz program there. Uh, so it'll be Vince Marone on guitar, Bob Wilson on bass, and me on sax. So the jazz assassins. Yeah, basically. But we're, <laughs> but for this, because I'm I'm trying to push like a jazz program at Black. He doesn't want to use the word assassins. <laughs> no, it's going to be like the Black Bear uh, jazz ensemble or whatever. You know, mm. I might whatever I feel like calling it that day. So you're like Andy's band in Parks and Rec. You just keep changing the name. Huh. Never saw it, but sure. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Mouse rat. Mouse yeah. rat or two dicks and a stage. What was that? I forgot the other one they called. I don't know. It, it will not be called Dieter Dieter Pecker Eater and the and court jazz trio. Assassins. Yeah, <laughs> the Pecker Eater trio. Yeah. No, that's no. that's a little rough. Sign that's bad. I don't, <laughs> I don't think you're gonna get a gig at more gigs at Woodlock or yeah. anywhere for that matter. <laughs> I wouldn't say that. I'm pretty sure you could probably find some places to still gig. True. Um, all right, guys. Again, thank you very much. Um, it's been a blast. Uh, it is 2:10. We're gonna go grab some lunch. We're gonna go have some meetings, and uh, we'll be back. I don't know. We'll be back on Saturday from yeah meetings, yeah. and uh, we don't. We're not gonna be back in the studio for a couple of weeks, but we're still gonna have you guys gonna keep getting episodes from us. It just won't be from the studio. Mm-hmm. And then we return. We're back in the studio on November fourth with another special guest. This has been awesome. We've had people in the studio every week for like since we've opened it. Yeah, it's been a good. Uh, it's been a good fall. It's been yeah. It's been a nice fall. So, fall. Yeah. Uh, special guest Rob McKenzie will be joining us on November fourth. That episode, um, and he actually runs the radio station at ESU. And I did a went out and did his talk show last spring. Um, he does have a weekly show on there. He's a huge Stones fan. Uh, he's going to be a blast. He's a big beer drinker. Uh, I think we'll have a good time with with Rob, uh, another natural radio guy, which is going to be fun. Yeah, that's cool, man. It's always good to have guys like that can open up and you know people sit here and not talk. So that's why I like having musicians, comedians, and radio people on. So, all right, with that, we're going to sign off. All right. So, Dinner with Schmucks podcast, episode 94. Thank you very much for listening. Thanks, y'all. Thank you. Jamie, thank you. Rory, thank you. Dieter, thank you. Dieter, go fuck yourself. Oh, yeah. Uh, Thanks, Dieter did bring the Timmy's, so we're good. Yes. Timmy's. <laughs> Timmy's. Namaste, you guys. Bon appetit, Wolfgang Schmucks.
This has been another episode of the Dinner with Schmucks podcast. If you like what you heard, you can find us on social media, facebook.com slash Dinner with Schmucks. We are Dinner with Schmucks on Instagram and at DWS Podcast on Twitter. If you want to connect with us old school, you can send us an email, dinnerwithschmucks at gmail.com. We may even give you our mailing address. And don't forget to like, subscribe, share, and review on iTunes. Oh, and make sure you tell a friend. Until next time. 